just doing that thing. Like, step back on. She's like, Oof. What? <laughs> and I was like, what? It's like, yeah, that's just you, homie. And she, she was like, well, uh, it looks like the the right side of your body, you're carrying like six extra pounds. Holy shit. On the, on the left. And she's like, all right. You have, a, you have a, like a dog in your pocket or something? Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> like, carrying like a hoagie? She made sure, you know, empty all of my pockets and all that kind of stuff. And she's like, come here, come here. And so she put me on again, but this time, like, with my back. So she started doing the little charting thing, like, sexing me off. And she's doing that, and I'm not looking at her. And then she's like, okay, okay, step back. And when I'm looking at this, and she's just shaking her head. And where is the nominal level, which is green, right? Uh-huh. She's like, okay, so this is not, this here, this green line is where you should be. This red line uh, should be close, it should be parallel, as, uh, as parallel to this green, or on top is, is ideal. She's like, your shit is way off. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, going down. She's like, have you been in a car accident? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no. It's called my life. <laughs> yeah, I said, no. She was like, and you're not in, in any pain. I said, well, you know, like I said, because on the application or the form I put out, it's like, you know, where's what kind of aches you have? Where's it located? How much is the pain? And on a 1 to 10 scale, you know, 10 being the worst, obviously. I put 2. Right. I'm like, yeah, a little nicks and, you know, little aches. She's like, so you're... That's, does it hurt you? Like, oh, well, like I said, on the thing, too. Like, yeah, I feel it, but it's not You're used to me. it. It's just like a dull thing yeah. in the background. Right. And she was just saying, well, you, this is, this is, this is, this is not good. <laughs> this is, this is not good. Um, you, yeah. And she's just asking these questions about, like, what I do, like, to have caused this. Mm. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. I just work out and, I don't know. Do you keep your wallet in your back pocket? Uh, I used to. Okay. That's I now what is it? See, yeah. Now, but I usually thing. start keeping the front. Yeah. Uh, but I just said, well, you know, I've been, I've, you know, falling on my head a couple times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Doing my botch moonsaults. The moonsaults you saw me did, you do. You know, that was uh, the time that I did it correctly. I mean, I can do it correctly now still, but when I was learning it, Brag. a lot of times that I landed straight on the top of my head. Fuck that, man. My coworker actually has. That's why I don't mess around with backflips and shit like that. My coworker, this was back when I was still living up north. Uh, we were at a mocap shoot, and uh, we were we we were doing a break, and we had been doing spring uh, corkscrew moon salts. But I just wanted to do no, what, no split legged split legged moon salt. So you know what that one is? The difference between that? Yeah, it's your legs are open. You do the flip, right? Yeah, and and you use the the rope. For, so you bounce so on the road. So you basically get to the corner. Who did that shit? So you no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you you know put your hands, you know. So this is the turnbuckle uh-huh. on the ropes, and then you spring up, and your you, your legs have to hit the top rope, right. and then you, and you, you have know. to keep your legs straight. Yeah, kind of like it. Right. And then so it's like so you bounce off the rope. Well, you use it like a trampoline. Like a trampoline. Yeah. And then you you know do nope. the do the backflip. No. Nope. And so I was like I could I could do a I could do this. And so I tried, first of all, it's like two steps. First is starting leaping and making sure you can get your legs can clear right. or on top of the ropes. Because if you can't even do that, it's kind of like, what's the point, right? So I was able to do that, and I stopped myself. And it was a break. And my coworker from Japan now, uh, Yamamori-san, he was just, he saw him. He was standing outside the ring. I'm in the ring, obviously, and he's just kind of watching me. And... and and I kind of saw him in the corner of my eye. And I was like, oh, I'm about to blow you up more so's <laughs> mind with this shit, son. Are we recording?
Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, welcome. You, yeah, welcome. Yeah, you can pull it closer to you yeah. and like lean back. I thought where we sit up. Yeah. I feel like we can just chill here. All right. So you can pull it as far back as you want. Cool. But you just gotta kind of get it right up to your face if you can. Oh. All right. Yeah. So it's like in your this face. Close. Like a big it's like ass I'm making like dick. Yeah. Making out with this thing. Yeah. So. I, I yeah, and I had a crash pad okay as well. So I had a crash pad underneath me, and so I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." So I went up, I and I my legs cleared, boing, springed off the top rope, went for the fucking the backflip, the moonsault, and as, as soon as I did that, I, I you know did the flip. I knew, oh man, I didn't get over enough. <laughs> you could just tell, and I went crunch right on the top of my fucking head, and. It really scared me. Yeah, it's a shitty It really feeling. did. It's because, a shitty feeling. Like, I've done it before, like I said, just doing like a regular moonsault. But this one felt different. And I heard like a crunch. And it, I know it did some damage. I wouldn't be surprised if I might have had, you know, you know broken, and... no, broken my neck oh. to a slight degree. Obviously not, I mean, I'm not paralyzed. Right, but you at least, uh, there was some There was something. Trauma. And it's, and my neck's never been the same. Since <laughs> so, when I, so when I got my live and I was like, well, maybe it was because of that. But my coworkers got it on tape. Oh shit! When I go to Japan, uh, yeah, I'm going to Japan in May. Did I tell you? Yeah, the thirteenth after the birthday yeah, yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah uh, so he showed it to me last time when I was there, and I didn't know he oh, recorded I gotta it. See it. I got to see and it. And he was like, "Bro, be some, be some." And I was like, "Well, what's up, man, Morrison?" He's like, "Oh, remember, remember, remember." <laughs> And I'm like, like, oh no! You're like, nope, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it look it looks bad. Yeah, it looks really Ooh. bad. And, I, and that was the, that was the last moonsault of any kind, of any wrestling move that I attempted. Yeah, man, flips and stuff like that are real scary. I I, I don't do them at all. Um, like in a foam pit, I'll flip it where I know yeah. there's no chance of injury. I'll, but even that, it scares me. But uh, and that's another reason why, like even when I spar stuff, you know, I don't. Brain damage is easy to get, yeah. you know. So I, I go real, I go light, and you know. I'll, but yeah, ooh, ooh, flipping, yeah. I'm terrified of that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty nasty. That's crazy, man. Hey, so how long have we been recording for? It's been recording since we walked in, but I'll cut out like, oh, for real? until we sat oh, down. Shit, you sneaky talking. bastard! I just leave it on, you know. It feels natural. I don't want to be like, let's record one, two, three. And then, you know, it's weird, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, weird. I feel you, I feel you. yeah. Well, but, hey, well, shit. This is the tenth episode. Ep- this episode. is the tenth episode. That's right. <laughs> Finally oh, hit uh, double digits. Double digits, son. Congratulations. Cheers. Ten episodes strong. Ten episodes. Thank you all for listening too. Yes. This is the bombcast. Yep. Emanating from the bomb shelter, dog. <laughs> <laughs> now you sober oh, now, but when man. I sent you that that text about the bomb shelter, you're like, "Wow, that shit is cold." But then you you admitted you were pretty pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah. Brian texted me the other night, and he I don't know we we're talking about whatever. And he said something like, yeah, it's straight out of the bomb shelter. And I was pretty faded already. I've been drinking, so. Yeah, yeah I thought you it was were very amazing. complimentary of that. And I was like, dude, was yeah, like, that was amazing. corny. That was corny as hell. <laughs> but corny is what I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, like, I don't know. My week's been hard. I mean, my week's been shitty, actually. But, uh, you know, whatever. You're <laughs> <laughs> just going to leave it at that? Just, uh, yeah, so I told you. Like, I went through all that shit with my dad. Oh, yeah, the and breakfast. fucking. Ugh. But you said you, you guys just talked here? Yeah, so we were going to go out uh, and have breakfast, but I was like, ah, just come here. So yeah, we got right into it right away. Was, you know, he sat down, he's like, so what's going on? And uh, we, he was here about three hours, and the first hour was him, like, defending himself and excusing, and I fucking... Was, wait, up. was there any, um, let's get back to the, you know, oh, yeah, the, the very beginning the, of this. Okay. 
Was there like, did you guys segue into this conversation? Like, no. was there any kind of like, no, he hey, came in, I, like, it's the first time he's been here. So he came in, I showed him the place. So however long it takes from walk to one end and back, so yeah. a couple of minutes, oh. talking about, you know, this is this. And this you show the that. backyard? No. Oh, he well. came back, sat down, and then as soon as he sat down, he was like, so what's going on? Or is, whatever, so tell me what is happening, or tell me what you're feeling, or whatever. So wait, did you, did you were you the one that uh, asked for this talk, for this, to have this discussion with him? No, so... Uh, like a few weeks back or a month or month ago or something, maybe two months ago, he had told me that he would be in and around LA last weekend. And, uh, if I wanted to meet and I was like, you know, I'm going through a lot of shit right now. And, uh, some of that shit is dealing with, you know, you and my whole life with you and blah, 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 or lack thereof. And I'm not really ready to talk about any of that. So, you know, I'll let you know when I am, but I'm, you know, I'm just not, I'm not even sure how to approach it in my head. So I, I don't know how to talk about it with you. And his response was like, really fucking upsetting. Like, just Whoa. like, it says, okay, look, I'm 34. I've never, and I brought this up with him and he agreed in 34 years. I've never asked him for anything. I've never shared a feeling or an emotion with him. Like nothing. For real? Yeah. Well, so he he wasn't even around. So I know he doesn't live in the state, right? Yeah, so I would see him like you know, once a month or something like that. It got further and further apart, and he just kept moving further and further away. Okay, then, yeah. but he, he doesn't live times, in California, right? No, he doesn't. He lives, yeah, that's yeah. What I he was okay. in like Arizona, and then, or yeah, and then Hawaii, and then Arizona, and then Idaho, and like. Um. So anyway, the first time, like I tell him, like, hey, I'm I'm kind of in a bad place, and you're a part of that. His response was, um, this is all over text, because I didn't want to talk to him on the phone. It's like, um, okay, well, so right away. Wait, this was the text that he sent you yeah, back? Yeah, um, with a bunch of fucking <laughs> M's, period, well, period, okay, period. Sorry you're uh, not happy. And then immediately goes into, well, you know, you're, Debbie is my son, right? You know, Debbie and I are also, really, and immediately starts talking about himself. Oh, who's Debbie? My stepmom, his wife. Oh, okay. So I text him back. I was like, what the fuck? The very first time I tell you that I, I'm, I need something from you or that yeah. I hurt, you want to talk about yourself? You know what? I don't want to see you when you come to LA. Have a good trip. You know, deuces. So anyway, he tried to like hit me back. He was like, and he called. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to talk to you. And uh, I was like, I don't care what you have to say. Like, you're a fucking narcissist. I don't want to deal with you. I got enough going on, man. Yeah. Like, I got enough yeah. going on. So anyway, he visited his mom, my grandmother in Arizona, and then he made his way back through here and he texted me. He's like, hey, I'm going to be in L.A. So he wanted to get together. Do you want to, yeah, Yeah. can we talk or something like that? Oh, okay, okay. So I was just like... So he kind of reached out? He did reach out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For this one, for this particular case. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. So anyway, he comes over and then uh, we get right into it. So I launch into a bunch of stuff and... Uh, it's all really, really heavy things like big, you know, meaty trauma stuff or emotional stuff. And the whole first hour, he's like fucking defending himself, rolling his eyes at me saying, oh, come on. Like, and I, so I'm like, what the fuck? You don't fucking come in my house and talk to me like that. And you don't get the fuck. I'm, I'm fucking. Wait, you said that to him? Oh yeah, dude. I was way heated. And, uh, I was like, don't you roll your fucking eyes at me and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, 
Uh, you know, I'm not always in control of what happens. I was like, you're not in control of your fucking eyes? Fuck you. It, it was crazy, <laughs> dude. Like, high, the high. Roll, the eye roll thing gets me too. Yeah, high level, like, um, you know, just narcissism and uh, this shit. Um, so anyway, once we got past all that, which was like an hour, <laughs> then we talked a lot and, uh, you know, ultimately he feels bad and he's like, okay, I wasn't around. And Did he think he, that he was? Kinda. And he also thought that like, I know he thought I only visited him. He lived in Arizona for like 16 years. He thought I only, he said, he was like, yeah, you only came to see me twice. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, dude, you got a photo album right there. I could show you, like, multiple years of me being there. But wait, he, but he's putting that on you? Yeah. You were, you were he, a fucking kid. There you go. It's on him. There you go. It's like, Pops, you know where I live? Right. It's right. not, I was, I'm an, what, what? And that's, and that's the issue. And I, so I kept telling him, like, so yeah, it was a lot of heavy, really heavy shit. And uh, ultimately, he was like, you know, I'm going to be here for a few days. And I was like, well, look, I'm going to have... Grace, I'm going to have my son tomorrow. Come by in a day, see him. So he did. And it was fine. And then uh, Monday before he left, he stopped by too. And, you know, over the course of that time, he apologized for a couple of the things that he thought about. And some of the things, like one thing, he was like, because I had told him, I was like, you know, when I got, I've been, every time I got stabbed, I couldn't tell anybody. I didn't want to tell anybody. And I didn't think I should or it mattered. I didn't think anybody gave a fuck. And I, so that's why I never told you. And you, that, uh, the script was established in my childhood that like my feelings aren't important and like the, the yeah. shit I go through nobody would care enough to I mean your mom's obviously but I never told her either because you know everybody means well but again like how you treat especially a kid they, it shapes the way they deal with everything so it's like yeah so all that stuff so I was like you know when I got stabbed I didn't tell you I've been shot and fucking I OD'd nobody was around and fuck you and so anyway he came back <laughs> You got shot? I ain't grazed, but, you know. <laughs> um, Stabbed, grazed? The fuck, man? Yeah, man. A bunch of shitty decisions. Uh, and again, those are my... I get splinters and I my, freak the fuck out, Those man. are my decisions. But, you know, ultimately, like, some of that stuff comes from needing to do this and that because I didn't have this or that. And then yeah. also, but more, more so than that is, yeah, I had nobody to say any of this stuff to so this is like trauma i never even knew that was trauma like shit like that like getting well, no, yeah, jumped I mean, or stabbed i never knew that shit was trauma until my therapist was like hey that's fucking trauma like that's, that's why it is you that's need to deal with called. that yeah. shit yeah you uh, just think for you, as far as you're concerned that's just that's just been my life yeah it's just something that happened <laughs> yeah like, all right so what um so anyway so he comes back one day and he's like uh you know i've been thinking about what you said about you know being stabbed and shot and od and this and that and he's like, I've been looking for somebody to blame. And it's like, I wasn't even around. So I can't blame me. So all I have is like, it's just you. And I was like. Oh. Wow. But he said this recently? Like this was. This was in, the, in this trip. In this trip. Yeah. So I was like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love how in his head he's thinking, well. He's he's look he was like, it's like he was looking for any way. Not to, to just make it Not to be. Yeah. I don't want to be culpable. Get, like. Nothing. That seemed to be his only concern. Totally. Not that that happened to you, but just, fuck, like, I can't. I, this wasn't my fault, was it? Right. It couldn't have been. Because right. I wasn't even there. Right. <laughs> it's like, like right. not even understanding that you weren't there. Right, motherfucker, you weren't there. Um, yeah, and then I was like, well, one, <laughs> it's nobody's fault, but you understand, like, the reason I didn't and have never told you anything ever, 34 years, 
is because of it's always about you and you're a narcissist yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So it was a lot of that, man. It was intense stuff. And then ultimately he left and it was on a good note. I don't feel any better because it's just kicked up all this shit. But you gotta, you gotta feel a little bit better. Just the fact that you had it out. I mean, you got. Yeah, I, I feel out, right? better that it that that uh, anger isn't sitting on me. Right. It, I mean, it's it's here. It's like next to me. Right. Instead yeah, of on yeah. top of me, which is good. I um, mean, ultimately, he like you know he wants to try, and so it's good. But it's hard to let people back in and this and that. And then you know, also with like my ex and like dealing with her and like wanting to be with somebody but it was like it's an unhealthy relationship and well get it with your ex at wife no 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 no, no. so oh. oh jesus god never oh ex-girl yeah 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 so it's like you know dealing with all that it's just a lot of fucking shit man and, and what i want to do is just fucking work out but i can't, I can work my legs and I can do sit-ups and oh, shit. Oh, because of the But my fucking hand fractured, is fractured, yeah. so I can't. Oh, it's like, here's something that would totally Well, help. look, you can work out the fucking left, man. Yeah, I know. You know, get one of them fucking squeezing gimmicks. Those shits are nonsense for me. I'm way past that. <laughs> I'm over 9,000. Dra- Dragon Ball Z reference. This is a Dragon Ball oh, Z. Oh, oh. I was about to say, wow, man, you just making up shit. That's dope, dude. <laughs> over 9,000. Over, yeah, it's... Uh, it's over 9,000 Over 9,000 Oh Yeah but you know So it's been a heavy time man Like Yeah Yeah But well, doing a little bit of music Which is good That's good Got some shit going on So that you know Yeah What about work What about uh, You got any, any, any Updates on the logo Uh So Graham, Graham is essentially Not only the co-host Of this fucking thing <laughs> He's the executive producer This guy uploads Every fucking thing Does the music Audio engineer Audio engineer All that All I do I Supply beer sometimes. That's something. And I man. show up. You've been consistent with the beer. My last four episodes. Well, if I'm, if I'm being truthful, man, I'd be drinking this with or without <laughs> you. But <laughs> but, it's, but it's definitely nice to have you know share these beers with a friend. Yeah, certainly, certainly. I, yeah. So I, I do have a couple ideas for the logos, and I started on one last week. Um, I'm not gonna tell you about them, but yes. All right. So I'll have a couple of rough sketches. Well, cool. Yeah, man. So. So. Okay. So you you saw Mask of... Is this the transition? Let's do it. Let's just do it. All right. Well... We're done with the heavy shit for the most part. Done with the heavy shit. Yeah, yeah. Now we're getting into the entertainment shit, I I suppose. Unless people are entertained by my sorrow. (laughs) And by Brian's back problems. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, was that part of it? Did you catch that? We can cut it out, but Brian's fucking lopsided like a motherfucker. Do you try... Six extra pounds on my right. Do you ever do hangs? Like, I'm hanging with you right now. No, no, I know that. But, like, I mean, just getting on a pull-up bar and just dead hang for as long as you can stand it. Uh, I mean, for as long as I can stand it. That's You make it sound like it's a painful thing. No, no, That's no, actually, but your grip strength as long good. as you can. Uh, I haven't done that recently. So I used to do that just to, like, stretch good out. For you. Yeah, you know, super good uh, for you. And it'll, it'll kind of balance you out a little bit. Yeah. Um, excuse me, but I do, uh, I, I shoot, my my goal is, like, to get up to two minutes. I'm at, like. What if you just try hanging? Yeah, just holding on and, and not strapping yourself oh, in. Cause man. I don't Two minutes. I could do that shit for fucking like an hours. For hours, man. That's my, like nothing. My, my eye roll would make my dad proud. Right now. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> like father, like son. Yeah, man. Fucker. It's in the blood. Nah, it's in the like, blood. Hanging's That's nothing. Just white people can roll their eyes really well. It just happens all the time. I don't, I don't know. I've seen. Uh, my sister can. <laughs> she can roll her eyes with the best of them. I guess that's true. That's true. That was a silly statement. 
No, not silly. Just My real wrong. statement was just white people are just jerks. It's close. <laughs> it closer to what I meant. You cannot hang for hours. Yo, your, yeah. your grip strength, your kung fu grip over here. Grip strength. Look at these hands, dog. Yeah, Look at these fucking small meat, fucking hands. Meats. No, those are like big ass. No, nah, but I'm saying they're shit. small in the sense that these things, man, nah, they don't strong. tire. Hanging is. I mean, my hands hard, are man. small, small. How much they're do just, you weigh? Uh, I don't know, like one ninety. One ninety. So you're gonna. One ninety five. Yeah, so it's like nearly two hundred pounds. It's a lot to hold your hands. Nah, not not me. Not me. I'm just one I'm giant a, I'm a, upper body muscle. Man. <laughs> Seriously. Now, you asked me if I had to hang with my fucking toes or use my lower body. No. No. Like some bat shit. All right. Well, I know for a fact. All right. When my hand is okay, okay we're going to work out. Yeah, you say that now. How long is it going to take you to get that fucking thing off your Probably hand? like five years. Looks like he's, Graham's got a, <laughs> looks like a pseudo brace slash catcher's mitt on his fucking right hand. Yeah. Like a boxer fracture. Look it up. Boxer fracture brace. It, it looks like that. It's like on two of my fingers are wrapped up and it, Kind of half around my palm and stuff. No, it actually looks like one of the things that uh, them bowlers wear. When they're wearing yes. Yeah, yeah, Yes, yeah. exactly. You're like that McCracken dude it's from like uh, my Kingpin. McCracken? Was that his name? Bob, wasn't... Yeah, you know you know what I'm talking about. Kingpin? Yeah. Woody Harrelson? Yeah, and Bill Murray. Bill Murray, yeah. Wasn't it McCracken? McCracken? That'd know. be a good bowler name, though. It is. Cracking them uh, pins. Yeah, Cracking them pins. Right, huh? right. Uh, no, you can't hang that long. You can't. That shit is hard, man. I think I can. That shit is hard. And then your shoulders start feeling it. Because I'm at like a minute. I got shoulders like Boulder's dog. Come on. Come on, son. Come on, son. Come on. Come on, son. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Hanging's really good. You should do it. All right. You should do it. I'll uh, I'll do that tomorrow when I hit up the Super helpful. Yeah. But, uh, okay. All right. So, yeah. Enough of that shit. So. I'm bringing out the notebook. Last week, we said, or last episode, we were talking about Mask of the Phantasm. So Brian saw it, and then he watched it again, and I believe his opinion... It changed. Okay. It so changed. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Actually, because I got to get him the beer real quick. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, so, you are a, a, a bigger Batman fan. True that. Than I am. I like Batman. Uh, you know, was never one of my favorites, but I have my fair share of Batman comics. Right. Uh, I've seen just about, well now, no, I've seen all of the movies involving Batman, you know, so I like Batman. Sure. And I love, we, we love the animated series Mm. that Fox had in the early nineties, which is what Mask of the Phantasm was born out of. Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, probably the same as you, like I used to, I couldn't wait to come home from school, check out, you know, Batman animated series. I fucking love that shit. It's still to this day. One of my all-time favorite cartoons. Yeah, I watch it all the time. It's incredible. Uh, and it's one of those things where it's like the the genius of it is that you... Because again, like I said, uh, for me, Batman was just, hey, yeah, it's Batman. Yeah, Batman's cool. Take him or leave him. Right. But done well, I can always take him. And this was Batman done exceptionally well. The best. And at that time, when this when this animated show was out, it was like the ultimate Batman yeah. uh, uh, medium. In any form. Outside Honestly, of comic books. It still of- is, to me. I think it is it is the best iteration, including the books. It is the best iteration of Batman that has ever existed. Yeah. It, better than every movie. But it's better than the books. It's The animated series is... You think the, the TV show is better than any movie? The animated series, yeah. I think it okay. is the best thing, as a whole, it is the best thing, uh, the best incarnation of Batman, for sure. Alright, wow. Okay, lofty claim. Yeah. Lofty claim. So, uh, so, so, so for me, like I remember when Mask of the Phantasm came out. I believe it came out in like '93 or something like that. Uh, y'all can look it up, or 
you don't, if you want to check right now. It's not important. No, 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 it 93. Out. The series was 91 or 92. 92 and then like something like that. Right, right after that, the 93. And, you know, I'm a big movie guy. Obviously, anybody who's, you know, listened to this show, <laughs> you know, you know I love movies. Uh, and I remember when the, when, they, when the trailers for this movie came out. And I was like, oh, shit, they're making a fucking movie. Oh, thanks, man. Off the, off the, uh, the, the animated gimmick. Now, I'll be... If I'm being if I'm being hundred percent like truthful and honest, which I am seventy five percent of the time. Hey, that's way above fifty, man. That's too low. <laughs> uh the the trailers for it honestly never really grabbed me and it looked kind of dull. Uh so I it just when it, it kinda came and went for me. Uh but at that same time, I had heard about how good this movie was. You know, whether it was re- you know, reading Wizard magazine or talking to people who had seen it. Uh, and as the years have gone, I read, you know, uh, I remember Siskel and Ebert. Oh, Ebert, may you rest in peace. Uh, they gave it to him, you know. Which one passed away? Ebert. Ebert. They gave it two big thumbs up. Because uh, I used to love watching Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. And it actually made me think, like, oh, man, maybe I need to check this out. But I ultimately didn't. And so the years went by, and I've seen every Batman flick Outside of, you know, uh, they made two movies in the 40s. And then that Adam West movie, which I've seen sprinkles up here I and there. I used to watch that movie all the time as a kid. Yeah, I've never seen it all the way through. I love that movie. But starting with Burton's... I used to watch that show all the time, too. Yeah, I've seen Yeah, the show 60, I've seen. 66 Batman. But starting with, with uh, Burton, yeah. Burton's uh, yeah. Batman yeah. from 89, I've seen all the... Any movie involving Batman. Uh, but The Mask of the Phantasm, it always escaped me. So, props to you for... Hook him a brother up Always. with a copy. I checked it out. And yeah, uh, the first time I went through this film, I was like, wow, I was really impressed. Really impressed. Uh, watched it again <laughs> recently and Uh-oh. a couple days ago. And yeah, I sent you that text. My opinion, it did drop a lot. Really? And now I'm now it's funny because. I think, you know, the second viewing, the things that I really enjoyed about the first time, mm-hmm. and I'll get, in, I'll get into them, they remained. Okay. I think it was just that second viewing highlighted all of the negatives that okay. I had about the film. And those negatives really started to kind of overtake some of the positive aspects really? of this film what the, for me. What are the negatives for you? Yeah. I'm so curious. I'm going to bring out my notebook, leather-bound WWE notebook. That I took my copious amount of notes <laughs> in, and it's got it's got the fucking string gimmick, so I can keep my place. Yeah, in the notebook. That's official. Uh, so let me see. So you want to hear the negatives? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll end. No, on. no. I'm gonna no. Let's start with the positives. All right. I have them written out here all first. Right. All right. So, all right. I was gonna say the music Obviously. as a whole, Danny Elfman, but I'm gonna say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, as a whole, I say no. Yeah, but the opening, the opening, the opening uh, theme is Danny Elfman. But the the at least for the series, the opening credit theme was Elfman. But uh, the show was, was done. By, yeah, it's Danny Elfman. Okay, because that's what I put a note here. I said beautiful opening score. Like the music in the opening. Yeah. was, and I never. I'm like when I'm, I don't usually give a fuck about music. Like I. They never really factored into my The show itself was a woman, a female composer. Not that that matters. It's just only worthy of, it's only noteworthy because you don't often see, and you should see more of that. But she was incredible. She came up with like the Joker theme and all that shit. What was her name? Shirley something. So that's that's the song that plays at the end. The. uh, With the vocals. No, no, that's. No, 
at the at the end of this movie, there's like some uh, top forty love ballad type oh, song. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. That. <laughs> and, I was, all right, all right. and it took me out of it. But the opening score was great, gorgeous, and right. it really set the set the tone. So dug that. Uh, you know who? Honestly, I thought the star in this movie was was uh, Dana Delaney as as the love interest. Oh yeah, she's great. Andrea Beaumont, fantastic. So, and this is a good thing because it factors into one of the big problems. Not a big problem, but a problem I had was with the voice acting because mm. it was inconsistent as fuck. Uh, for every great performance, like Dan Delaney, who was awesome, and I think she, because I, I remember she also uh, did the voice for Lois Lane. Right. And I'm pretty sure she got that gig based off of how good she was in this. If she didn't, I wouldn't see why not. Like <clears throat> she was really good. And she great. was believable. She great. Uh, really lent a lot of humanity to this character she was playing. Yeah, she was authentic sounding. Yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin Conroy, is that his name? The guy always, that does always, Batman yeah, and Bruce Wayne. Excellent. Yeah. All, I guess, you know, all the key principal mm-hmm. players were great. Mark Hamill is a Joker. Mark Hamill is a Joker. But there was some, the, the side characters, their voice acting was pretty bad. Now that, even in the show, sometimes is the case. Even in the series, was yeah, sometimes I don't. Kids. I never. All right, maybe so. I, like, I'll trust your judgment on that. I don't really remember it all. Because sometimes well. the the side characters are like this, this like almost like a caricature of like a twenties bad guy. Like, man, see, it's yeah, almost yeah, that, like that fake kind of like James Cagney kind of right, like one of almost. It's a little. It's better than that, but it's uh, almost. I don't know. But, but it's it's in that ilk or that vein. Like yeah. it's, it's it's in that arena, which is a little jarring. Yeah, there was a, the, the dude. When's the last time you've seen this movie? You've seen it more than twice? Yeah, I've seen it a bunch, but uh, I don't know, probably a few months back. All right, okay, all right, so pretty recent. The guy that, that played Arthur, Artie? Yes. The guy that really wants to get it on with uh, Dan yeah, Delaney's who was character? Yeah, like he was like a political a, guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Awful. Yeah, he was pretty bad. Terrible. He's pretty bad. It, it, it was like so, it was like, it threw me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, wow, like. It was but like they just know, took the first take. Yeah. Like no one really directed him on how to. It wasn't a great actor. I don't know why. Like you know, it, but also when you're comparing, especially in animated, voice actors are often amazing or they're just kind of average. And in this case, you have both. Yeah, I, I, I well, I think this guy in particular was he he was way below average. Yeah, I, for me, personally. not just in comparison or in contrast to Delaney and Conroy and Hamill, like. On, uh, on his own merits, you well, would say no. that he's... I, I'm not defending him. I'm just right, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, well here's, here's the thing. Like, if, if you're getting great performances out of these characters, out of these actors... It's not the director. ...in this film... No, it's somebody. Right, right. Because right. for me, it's like if you're getting good stuff from Danny, getting good stuff from, you know, Conroy, uh, uh, Hamill, uh, the dude who played Dust Commissioner Gordon, whose name I don't fucking know. Yeah, he's great. Like, you're getting these great performances... Alfred, though. Who are Alfred, great. yeah. Always great, too. There's no excuse to... Have, to, to, to to keep subpar performances. Maybe he was from someone's cousin. Else. You know, he was just someone's maybe. cousin who hey, got the you know, gig, yeah. and they're like, "We just got to keep this fucking guy." Maybe. maybe. <laughs> and in some of the gangsters, you know, like you said, right. they were trying too hard to kind of be that, uh, I guess, stereotypical twenties gangster. Yeah. yeah. And it just, it just, it, it was jarring. Yeah. Uh, for me, and like I said, the first I, time I, I saw it, I noticed it, but the, se- the second time, it really, really stood out. It was right. Like, oh, this. Is- you start looking at the background more, and you're yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, we talked about Arthur's being fucking terrible. 
so, the, so the, uh, the other thing with Arthur, I'll say this. Yeah. Because um, I agree, like he was probably the weakest actor in the film. But part of it, well, maybe this is just how I, I reconcile it in my head. Um, he sounds inauthentic, but I think that he's. I'm not saying it was a choice he made, but maybe it was the right choice from a director's standpoint because, like, he's supposed to sound because he's kind of a bitch. Not kind of, he's a bitch. So it's like you listen to this guy who's very phony, and uh, but it's not that it's not even that he sounded phony. Yeah, you just think he's a bad actor. It just sounded like he was reading straight <laughs> from the script without any emotion or inflection. Hi, I'm Arthur. <laughs> I the Batman must be stopped. He's he's killing these people. Da, 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 da. Like, Arthur's in the room, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, was to, I was trying to come up with lines that he no, was no, saying, no, no, but, no, but it was no, like, no, yeah, he yeah, was just. You're, you're probably right, man. You're yeah, probably right. Just felt like he was just reading shit straight off. The page. <laughs> Maybe he was. He probably was. He was like fucking cartoons. Mm-hmm. This is what my agent got me—a goddamn cartoon. And that's the thing too. At the time, a lot of people looked down on that shit. Fuck yeah, it, cartoons. Even now, it's still voice over work. Voice over, but even like unless it was a Disney film or something like yeah. that. But the, there was a big. St- it was kind of more. Uh, it was a, no. You're right. You were about to say stigma, right? Yeah. Of doing like voice over a cartoon. It's like fuck. I don't want to do this shit. Right. I went to fucking Juilliard. Exactly. And all that bullshit. You know what's funny too is I think it was Kevin Conroy went to. Is Juilliard even a fucking acting school? Is that for dance? They got to do. They do all that some shit, kind right? of arts. I think they all do. Right. But I think it was Kevin Conroy. I heard an interview with him. On uh, Kevin Smith's podcast back when it used to be about Batman, um, where he, I think he he's like a, he's like a classically trained actor as well. Oh, for real? Yeah, and he got this Batman part, and he's been doing it for the last whatever it is twenty five years, and, and he like fucking that. does it for the video games. Amazing, yeah, and he's great. Yeah, he's great. He made and a whole career for a few movies. He he didn't do it like for the they did the Dark Knight Returns. The Frank Miller book, they made that into an animated film. Yeah, they got Peter Weller. Yeah, they got Robocop to do it. And he did, he was, he, did, he was fine. He was fine. Yeah. He fit but, the tone of but that. But he's no Kevin Conroy. The thing about why well, Kevin Conroy is so good, and the writing, you know, and main credits to Paul Dini, who's the best Batman writer. But, like, Kevin Conroy gets, he doesn't make Batman a robot, which everybody else does. And yeah. robots are fucking boring. Yeah. They're just boring as shit. No, I don't want to see that. So it's like all these new iterations of Batman are. Batman knows everything. He's never caught by surprise. He's never emotional. He's just like, F boring as fuck. Yeah. So Kevin Conroy got it right by being like, and he changed it from from uh, his normal speaking voice is this low gravel voice. His fake voice is the Bruce Wayne voice. Oh, for real? Yeah, if you watch the show and even in the film, when he's talking to Alfred and when he's by himself, he speaks in that Batman logo. Yeah, 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 and when he's right Bruce Wayne, it's when he's like, hi, how are you? Everybody? Like, that's the fake voice because he is Batman. Bruce Wayne is his yeah, mask. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, you're right And that shit that. is gorgeous. Because he does put on hard. this kind of uh, layer of yuppiness totally. to the Bruce Wayne. And he, and he plays an idiot. Kind, like, I'm just yeah. some kind of doofy billionaire playboy, ha, ha, ha. But when, when nobody's around, he's speaking in his Batman voice, which is his voice. Speaking of dope. Bruce Wayne. Oh, boy. Transition. Okay. So the best, now I'm getting to, I started with positives and went to negatives. The best positive about this film, the one thing that I loved about this film is that this was less of a movie about Batman and more of a story about Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And 
I can't remember ever reading a comic book or seeing a Batman film that spent so much time with Bruce Wayne as a character. Right. And I love that shit. Yeah. You know, so it actually, good, uh, I mean, could you get to see, cause especially in those flashbacks, mm-hmm. uh, it's primarily the flashbacks where you see his life as he's getting ready to become the Batman. You right. see him do doing a little bit of year thing. one. Yeah, a little bit of yeah. year one. But the moments when he's there uh, dealing with the grief of his parents still, uh, he meets Andrea, the, the woman, you know, Dan Delaney's character. And you, I, I was, I, you get to spend time with Bruce. Yeah. And you get to see his, you get to see him vulnerable. Yeah. You know? That's uh, something the show always did. What's that? It's something the series always did. See, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, not to this level. And like what I say about vulnerable. Not to this level, you're, for sure. But it was, it was in the show. It was, it was one of those things yeah. where, you know, obviously they beat us over the head. Just in anything dealing with Batman about, you know, his parents, how they were yeah. murdered and how this was the, the crux that made him become to pick up the, you know, the mantle of the bat and mm-hmm. to be this vigilante. We all get that. But this was the first time that I saw this character of Bruce Wayne uh, dealing. Yeah, like the torment and the sadness and disappointment and like and, and insecurity. All, all of that. But also at the same time, finding happiness. Right. I you know, love their love story. Finding happiness it was because so good. And there's a scene there where he was, where he's talking to you know the gravestone of his of his parents, and he was like, man, as he's been dating you yeah. know uh, Andrea Beaumont. That's her. That's her. That's, I love that's this scene you're going to talk about right now. Yeah, and he says, you know, he's like he's conflicted. He was like, I know I made this oath to 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 get back at these criminals and stuff, but he was like, honestly, I didn't know that I would ever feel happiness again. That is some powerful shit. Yeah. As anyone who's dealt with grief. Uh, of any kind, you know, uh, a loss of a parent, loss of a sibling. It's like, because you go through those stages where you feel guilty Mm -hmm. for moving on on or for having a day where you're smiling. Mm -hmm. I know I went through that. I still kind of go through that to this day. Uh, You know, when I have a good day and it's like, you know, why not? And I beat myself up. You know, why am I smiling? Why am I joking around? You know, when I, you know. This happened. When this happened. So, it really this this movie above everything else that it did. I mean, it it, it humanized Bruce Wayne as a character in a way that I've never seen done before, mm-hmm. and uh, that's my biggest compliment that I can give to this film. Uh, outside of that, I thought it was just okay. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> now look, I'll I thought you- it was meh. Uh, I <laughs> now I'm gonna get into some. You didn't some like the Joker stuff. That's fine, but yeah, that's fine. It's great. The Joker so was good. fine. Uh, I mean, look, they did some cool things with it where, so they, I liked how they made the Joker. Well, before I get into the Joker, yeah. let me just say, so again, okay, so the Bruce Wayne stuff I loved, uh, Andre Beaumont, that character, I really liked a lot. Yeah, just in those two things, that's like 65% of the movie. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's more than half of the movie that you I, like. I, I liked, I liked her a lot. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know if she thinks she's a a canical is that a word a part of In Batman's canon? I don't think so lore she should be because I liked oh, I mean yeah, she was a strong great. woman dealing with him and she was kind of like almost his equal the Joker stuff was okay I like how they tied the Joker into he was a, a low level a low level thug guy yeah yeah and I was like oh that's 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 cool neat. you didn't like the like the old boss who's all uh, Salvatore or whatever Salvatore nah, or whatever. you nah. don't like that nah not really I mean like, like I said it was fine it yeah. was it was what it was but it see I think part it of the just issue felt very is, uh, 
dated. Not dated, just been there, done that. Like see, I've seen this. But, this but see, and I, I agree with that. I'm watching it now, and which is the problem. Because in 1992, it it didn't feel so much like no, that. No, I have a feeling that it, it did. And obviously, gangster movies have been done for a very long no, time. No, of course. But I'm saying, when I mean Sammy, I mean Sammy within, like I've seen this on the show. You know, Batman dealing with these gangsters, which is fine. Yeah. You know, and hey, you had the Joker to it. That's cool. Ultimately, like, but Batman has to just punch a bunch of people in the face. Like, that's what it comes down to. He, Batman, Bruce Wayne is sad. And Batman's going to punch people in the face to deal with how sad Bruce Wayne is. That's ultimately what Batman is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the mix, you get some cool shit. Um, I just... Can we talk about the, the phantasm? No. We're going to. <laughs> because I got to say, and this isn't, this isn't me, you know, I mean, it is actually literally yeah, me it. sitting here judging this thing from way back in 1993. That's, that's what we do. But... That motherfucker, man. The design of that character was awful. I agree. I'm not, visually, I, I'm not a fan. I wrote of a what really cool is. thing here that I, in my head, I thought was funny. Where is it at? <laughs> uh, the design of the phantasm left a lot to be desired. Uh, if I'm being honest, looks like he got the outfit from Party City on the <laughs> eve of Halloween. Hey, <laughs> thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That but was, seriously, that was like, Brian Williams. Did that, it was like the laziest character design. I agree. That I've ever seen. No, <laughs> like, I, I agree. It, it it was a lazy and kind of pointless. Like it wasn't. There was nothing f- really functional about it. No, either. and he had this like mist emanating from it all the time that he could, I guess, just disappear. And I'm like, okay, and not even yeah. Well, 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 However, okay, he was okay. able or she was able to yeah, do yeah. that. As far as that is concerned. Okay, so one of the things because I was thinking about this this morning uh, on my way to work is that. In the series and in Batman, okay, recently, since especially since the Nolan stuff, well, since the Nolan stuff, scratch that, since Frank Miller in the late 80s wrote um, Dark Knight Dark Knight and Year Dark One, Knight Returns, right? Dark Knight Returns and Year One, which are amazing books, everybody since then was just like, okay, Batman has to be the darkest, grittiest, everything is fucked up, you know, Miller made... Selena Kyle, a, a hooker, and like yeah. everybody, you know, it was very real, quote, real, um, which is great for those books. And even Miller, I, I think, is on record saying, like, yeah, I, I regret that because then everybody obsessed about it and then everything was dark, everything was gritty, and there was no more uh, adventure, there was no more uh, random mysticism or supernatural, like all that stuff yeah. went away. Okay. In the show, in the series, Batman in the Animated Series, you find some of that too, where it's like, okay, this is all based in reality, but yeah, there is a killer croc who is a crocodile right, man. Yeah. So and it's not like, the shit that I like. Right, yeah. and you just be like, yeah, that's just... Because it's a combo. It's just part of it. Yeah. Who cares? There's a giant clay monster. Yeah, this is how it goes. So in the movie, it's like, there's nothing supernatural with the exception of the fact that there's mist coming out of yeah. this person for no reason all the time so it's like and, and, it, and they're it, able to like disappear or teleport because right of so it's like in the world they created for the movie that doesn't add up that's just a real like well it's a cartoon so just right and that's it. how i took it out totally that's but, how I but it i agree out. it's like well 
Batman, Dust, Batman yeah. can't do that. Batman has to run. Like yeah. later, Batman's getting chased by the cops, and that motherfucker's got to run the fuck away. But but even the fucking Phantasm was running right at the beginning of the film. He can't disappear anymore. with, with the yeah. fucking the the. the the, the mist right. trailer behind and, and then I'm like well why don't you just disappear like right. you did it's a little inconsistent yeah. on what the rules of that were there are no and, rules for that and I'm I know that's nitpicky shit and like you said it's a cartoon no, and, no, and that, I'm actually not was, holding that that was the same problem I had with Moana when I said like oh yeah the, the, yeah the ocean or the sea is a is a character and sometimes it helps sometimes it doesn't but when it helps at the end you realize it could have just done that from the very beginning like the way it helps it just, it just and you're like why didn't you just do that from right uh, away well I haven't seen Moana but I can forgive that in that film, because I think they're trying to teach lessons about, hey, girl, do this shit on your own. You can do it. No, that's the, what I'm assuming. The lesson part doesn't go into that part. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that, that's what I mean. That's, that why, movie, that's why I, I shouldn't like, talk about shit I ain't seen. Yeah, yeah. But yes, I, I agree with that. I agree with The Mist was like. And yeah. another one, another nitpick Jones on my part. <laughs> when you see the phantasm in the early portions of the film, he has an obvious masculine figure right an outline and then when you as realize, soon as it's revealed yeah. that it's the chick all of a sudden them curves come into play <laughs> and i know yeah, you're like right. i said nitpick right. no, 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 but it was that. but it was obvious and no, it's like no, come on yeah they could have i think it goes goes back to the character design like they could have done something with that character to hide the fucking outline a of big ass that cloak figure. that's it they made like it, ha- it has a or the phantasm has a cape which is fine but it's wearing skin tight, skin tight suit, yeah. and it looks like a man. They and then when you find like, out that it's a woman, then it, they draw it like a woman, like now, a woman. I totally agree. Yeah, completely agree with, it. and it's very obvious. So yeah, very, it's, it's a completely different character design at that point. It is. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, you're right. And, and I remember the first time I saw the movie, uh, I sent you that text, and I was like, because <laughs> uh, I was thinking of a kind of nose in the air, like, oh, well, the phantasm is obviously Andrea Beaumont. <laughs> And then about 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that actually has, yeah, dummy. <laughs> like, they weren't really hiding that fact. No, it was like, no. there's only, like, four people in this entire thing that are worth anything yeah. as far as uh, their importance to the story. So, yeah, numb nuts. Yeah. This isn't, uh, you're yeah. not Sherlock Holmes here. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, fine. That's, yeah, supposed to just be yeah. a thing. But, uh, yeah, I think at the end of it, I, like I said, I enjoyed it. I, I, I don't like it as much as you, I'm right. assuming, or... Okay, a so, lot of other people. So you have you came up with a list. Right? I did. So now that I've seen this, hold on. Let me make sure I got oh, yeah, all yeah. my shit out. Uh, okay, got the Party City line in. <laughs> Andrea Beaumont. Get, get your, uh, she's your good dope. In. Uh, struggling to come to terms. Uh, all right, so we're having this film. No, some Joker. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Yes. So let's, let's go. go. So now that I've seen Phantasm, I am uh, up to date on all of my Batman films. And uh, I compiled my top five. All right. My top five list. Batman theatrical films. Okay. Theatrical films. Theatrical films. My personal top five. Now, I will... will, uh, My top five has been... It's weighted on two things. Obviously, the quality of the film. Sure. And the replayability. Okay. Because replayability is key for me, and it might even be up. And I know you would sometimes, you know, you would think quality equals replayability, but it really no, doesn't. certainly not. Yeah. So for me, replayability factors in. Totally agree. It, it's weighted slightly more than quality. So yeah. I'm just gonna say that right now. They go hand in hand. You can't. They kind of do, but yeah, yeah. You know, because sometimes oh, well, it's a really good movie, but it's like I never want to see that shit again. Exactly. You know, versus a exactly. And then you get and then sometimes but, you get the diehards. 
that are that hit every fucking right. Level. Like we, we talked about uh, kids. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. You're not gonna watch that shit. I've seen quality, it twice. I'll never watch it again. And I saw it a second out. time because I showed it to somebody. Right. Or like Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. It's great, but I'm not gonna watch that shit again. Yeah, quality's at a ten, replayability is hovering at like a one or a two. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. So so that's what my criteria was for my Batman top five. Okay. I feel like Chris Rock in the top five. I love that movie. Yeah, me too, man. It's great. Was you told me to watch that movie. Yeah, I watched yeah. it after you told me to watch Tell it. Tell me, man, Rosario Dawson's the key. Put her in anything and I'll watch that shit. So good. <clears throat> but I digress. All right. So I'm going to start at number five. Yes, sir. Do you want to give yours first? I did, right? You did, but yeah, I don't give remember, yours real quick. Okay, I don't remember. Let me see. So I don't remember from the bottom up. Let me see from the top down. It was uh, 89 Batman is number one. I think I had the Dark Knight at number two. Okay. Then I had Phantasm. Number three. Number three. And then... Uh, fuck, what did I have at number four? What's another Batman? I think you had Batman and Robin at number four. <laughs> I can't even remember. Rises? Begins? Definitely neither of those. Really? Yeah, I'm very Lego? Oh, thank you. Lego Batman. And then five, I don't think I had a fifth spot. You wanna you wanna add one? Theatrical lease, Batman, number five. I mean if I have to. <laughs> well, you don't have rises or begins? In no. Top five? Okay. No. Okay. Definitely not rises. Definitely not rises. I like that shit. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> uh, Batman Begins. No, I wouldn't put Batman Begins. Honestly, I, I mean, I don't even know. All right, I'm, we we got to get back to this, your issue with Rises. Oh, yeah, please. I'd love to. Um, I'm going to leave number five blank, man. I, that's right. uh, to be, TBD. TBD. Yeah. All right. Without further ado, mm. Big Bad of Bees, top five. Let's hear it. Batman films. Batman So films. I'm going to do it from, from five. Up. Up. Okay. Or five down. Okay, can I guess? Starting can I, can I guess real quick? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Phantasm is five. No. It's not on the list. Should I just stop you when you're wrong, or do you just want to do all Yeah, five? yeah, yeah. Is Phantasm on the list? Well, I can't tell you that. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Let me start again. Lego... Okay, I'm just going to say it. Let me get through okay. it. Okay. Lego Batman, Phantasm, Rises, 89... Dark Knight. So you had Dark Knight at number one? At number one. That's how I think you do it. Okay. All right, go ahead. Coming up number five. <laughs> Coming up at number five. I'm like... I love it. Like I'm a real I'm, radio host I'm, 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 shit. I'm Black Clarkman over here. Oh, man. Lego Batman. Number in the five spot. One for one. And that was a tough one. That Number, my number five spot was the hardest one. It was harder than number one. Yeah. Uh, one and five. Yeah, I think in any list, one and five are usually Certainly. the toughest ones. That's a good point. Uh, but ultimately, again, I think the replayability factor just kicked in, where it was like, hey, and it was charming as shit. And it's but you probably won't watch it again. Uh, yeah, if I never see it again, I'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Number four. Dark Knight Rises. Oh shit. That's why I was surprised you didn't have it in yours, man. I really. But like, I. I don't like that movie. You know, when that movie came out, like people gave it a, a hard time. Look, I loved Bane. It's a good fucking movie, though. We'll get back to that. <laughs> People are fucking spoiled when it comes to this shit. I agree with that, uh, but I, I, I don't. Like, I grew I don't up think watching a... Dolph Lundgren as the fucking Punisher, <laughs> and I love that movie. But even but, I understand it wasn't you, that great. Yeah, but you can't you can't base the quality of something based on the poor quality of something else. Like taking it in and of itself. But now I know we're gonna get into this. 
But Bane, I loved. The voice, too. I thought that was an amazing choice. Yeah, Shout sure. out to Tom Hardy. I love that shit. Okay. All right. So you have Lego Batman number five. Lego Batman. Dark, Dark Knight Rises, Rises number, four. number four. Number three. And this is something that... Now, contra... This, this movie... Unlike Mask of the Phantasm. You're putting Batman Begins here. The second time that I saw this movie, it really elevated in my eyes. Batman Begins is not. Coming up at number three. (laughs) Coming up at number goddamn three. Batman Begins. Uh, And and honestly, like I said, had I not seen it a second time, it would have been outside the top five. Poisoning the water supply with a train. Come on. Do you seriously think that's more of a head scratcher or a raw eye? Oh, jeez. You're wrong. You're so wrong, man. Mr. Who's got Mask of the Phantasm in his. Anyway, number two. Hey, Mask of Phantasm is fantastic. Number two. None of these movies capture a better Bruce Wayne than Phantasm. Go ahead. Mm. Uh. Maybe. <laughs> number two. Coming in number two. Batman. My fucking 1989. Bruce Wayne. Michael Keaton. Jack Nicholson. Kim Basinger. Now... Yeah, brilliant fucking movie. As long as it's in the, the one or two spot, it's a it's a decent list. And it, and it battled that movie. It took fucking me great. It actually it hurt that I had to put this in number two. Yeah, because I really wanted it to be my number one. It should be your number one. I mean, you're incorrect in this in this instance. <sighs> I, you know, maybe especially maybe, but not not because of quality because that that's purely uh, individual taste, but for replayability. Batman is way more watchable than Dark Knight. Even though Dark Knight is fucking good. So, wait, all right. So, <laughs> that, that's actually what turned it for me because I had the same issue because yeah. those are my one and two also. Well, I think an issue for you, not an issue for me because one, I think you're wrong about the replayability, but I will, I will get you. Yeah. So, yeah, Dark Knight is number one, obviously. But like I said, I didn't want it to be. I my, wanted my, it to my, be Batman. Uh, my, I, was, I was pretty close. You were, yeah. I was pretty close. Yeah. All right. I, I wanted Batman to be my number one, but yeah, the replayability is what is what is is what. Really, switched it. You, you'll watch Dark Knight more than Batman. I, I will. I think and, I've seen Batman I, fifty times. We'll see. So, we'll see. So have I. I think I've seen Dark Knight three. But I think I've seen Batman more times, obviously, because I was. I remember going to the theater to see that in right, nineteen eighty nine when I was a watching kid, watching that tape forever and, and ever, getting ever. the Betamax. Right. Betamax. Yeah. If y'all don't know that shit, look that shit up. Yeah. You know, Getting the Betamax cool, and watching. I had it on VHS, but they had that Warner Brothers opening where I, Bugs I, I Bunny had it on Beta and VHS. So. What Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck like went through like your checklist of things you oh, need. Oh yeah, like, you need your popcorn, popcorn, you need your yeah. this and that. I love that part. They had it on Beetlejuice as well. Shout out to the eighties. Yeah, the yeah. late eighties. Late eighties, man. Good time. But uh, yeah, uh, replayability is what ultimately factored into me placing it number one because you know. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need to really sit here and, yeah, and whack poetic about the Dark Knight film. It's a great, but the replayability factor is because too. of he, he Ledger, the Joker, and that's the other thing. His I could that watch movie that. is that movie only because of him. If he was not in that movie, or if it was someone else who would have done a fine job, or maybe not. I don't know. Or maybe I, don't, not, I wouldn't. Maybe not. I wouldn't. It's a hard character that. to play, especially character. coming after Jack Nicholson, who yeah. fucking owned that. She crushed yeah. it. Crushed it. Chewed the scenery for an hour and a half. And that's why it's perfect compliments, one and two. He did yeah, he, exactly. Ledger, or two and one, however you want to play yeah, it. Yeah, so Ledger like was said, phenomenal. I, Bale is whatever. Bale, I, with Christian Bale as Batman, I, I'm not a fan of his. I don't dislike him. Yeah. I just don't care. It's whatever. He he might have been anybody. You know what I mean? Like as much as I love him in American Psycho as Batman, I'm like he's, he's fine. 
He's so, fine. but I think part of that. Sorry to cut you off. I think no, part no, of that is just that they didn't really write Batman. They didn't. No, they they wrote in any Batman, of those films. They're just like, eh, whatever. They didn't write Bruce Wayne. That's at all. a problem everybody makes, with the exception of the animated crew. They took, like you said, Batman and Bruce Wayne as real characters, and we have to write them too. Everybody else is just like, well, no, no, Batman's just Batman. So he'll just do his Batman thing. And yeah. when he's Bruce Wayne, he's he's just Batman, but he doesn't have the mask on. Like, they don't write him as two separate yeah. characters, and they're doing well. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, it's a good list, man. I thought, hey, fucking ain't right. It's the best list, dog. Well, it's not. I mean, mine is it's better. It's the best but, list. Uh... So, so here are the, the honorable mentions. <laughs> and I got two. Okay. So, man. Mask of the Phantom did not fare well with me, dog. Wow. So, my number six, Batman Returns. I fucking love the Penguin, man, and that shit, and, and the Catwoman. Wait, Michelle, wait, Michelle wait, Pfeiffer. Wait, wait. If you say you love the Catwoman, I'm with it. She was fucking incredible. She was great. Christopher Walken is Shrek or whatever. No, no, the fuck he his was name terrible. Was. Max Shrek. There you go, Max Shrek. The Penguin was fucking awful. Now, look, Danny it was DeVito, a different take. I, Danny you know, DeVito granted. did a good job, but what was written, what Burton put on the screen, I don't know who wrote that movie, but. Whoever wrote it, and however the fuck Burton directed it, it is not a good movie. It's not. And it is like, it was. A, it is a victim of a fucking drive-by. The holes in this movie. <laughs> holy shit. God damn, man. It wasn't that bad. You make it as... No, it's... When was the last time you watched it? Actually, not too long ago. Maybe like uh, it, last year sometime. Okay, what, what gets that movie by is the score from Danny Elfman, <laughs> which always helps... Visually, it's okay, but seriously, all right. There's no clear example of like, hey guys, we're on a soundstage. Nobody lives in Gotham City. I mean, the, the Batman '89 had that problem too, but like they kind of—that's that's a valid point. They kind of, you know, they kind of work around it. It's very barren. But like Penguin, it's you know the same problem we had with Iron Fist exists in Batman Returns. Penguin's running for mayor. What the fuck? Who gives a shit about that? And he's like. This is a kid's movie. It's Batman. He's groping women's titties. Uh, I got to throw flags left and right on that statement. How dare you, sir, compare this to fucking Iron Fist? In that sense, it's true. The same way we didn't care about the boardroom drama because this is a Iron Fist show. I feel this that way is, when I'm watching Penguin run for mayor. That was like a small part of the overall It's this whole thing. Film. And then he's like, okay, oh, I can't be mayor. Mah, I'm going to take all the firstborn kids of Gotham. Mah. And he literally straps missiles to penguins' heads he and sends them. <laughs> no, no, okay. Now look, uh, you're right. Yeah, this movie. Oh, I know. Is batshit crazy. Yeah, yeah. Batshit crazy. Yeah, and probably. yes, is it a good movie? Not really. Catwoman's a shit, with the exception but, of how she's created. But she dies, falls out of a window, a bunch of cats lick her, and then uh, sorry, it's Catwoman. <laughs> Of all of, of the Burton Batman God movies, damn, he only did, he only did two. Holy shit! This not. is the most comic bookish of the ones that he did. Okay. Uh, and yeah, it's dark though, dark. Yeah, but but, but like the whole show is about killing babies. Missiles. Yeah, but he's like killing babies. Yeah, but the babies don't die. Yeah, but that's the right. whole thing. Though. That's the whole thing though. It's like yeah. that was ultimately what led to Batman Forever, and then with Joel Schumacher, and then Batman Batman and Robin with yeah. Joel Schumacher. Because like Batman Returns is fucking. Dark. It's, People it's are silly. dying. But it's, it's silly. It, it's silly as an adult, like going like this no. is stupid. But as a child, for a child to watch a movie where people are getting electrocuted and frying and turning into dust, and 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 a penguin with fucking 
black tar spilling, spilling out of his face out, is yeah. biting people's noses that off was gangster, and grabbing yo. titties and talk and there's so much sexual innuendo and uh he's trying to kill firstborn babies and firstborn sons of gotham like there's a bunch of shit in that movie that is like these guys <laughs> i mean this kind of kind of lighten up a little bit everything you said yeah i get yeah all the criticisms you said about this film i can't but you still enjoy it i can't fault you and that's what counts this i mean look if if anybody listening to this has never has not seen Batman Returns and they're listening to your gripes about it, mm. Penguin wants to kill the the firstborns. He's strapping missiles to fucking. How penguins. the fuck do these people get people's, blueprints to the Batmobile? People's noses getting bit off. If anybody hadn't seen this, I, I guarantee you, based on what you just said, yeah. they're like, "Fuck, I gotta see that." Totally, shit. but it doesn't come together quite as cool as I'm talking about. It does. It How does. How do they get blueprints to the Batmobile? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Because it is, it is, look, it's if, a whole rationale. The quality versus replayability. Quality of this film, not so high. Right. But goddamn it, if this movie is not replayable and you can have some fun with it, that's, it is a fun movie. That's fair. It is a fun movie. As that's absurd fair. and that's over fair. the top and stupid as it is. That's fair. You know what I would have loved to have seen? Just a movie about Batman vs. Catwoman. Because she was great. He's great. That whole thing was awesome. Why they and this is a problem since that movie? I was gonna say yeah. Since whole two Batman Returns, thing. yeah, we need at least two villains. The fuck? No, you really don't. Yeah. Like, not only do you not need it, it's a bad idea. It is. Just make it one villain and let me live with that. You know what? I didn't even think about that, but you're right. It's That's probably the biggest legacy of this film is the fact that it cast two and not and not side like these were two and they did it in every marquee villains. Then. I know yeah. Batman Forever was Riddler and Two Face. Yep. Which, Poor renditions of the two. Yeah, Batman and Robin was fucking Poison Ivy and Bane and Mister Freeze, Freeze and was there somebody else? Whatever. But those three, which Ugh. was terrible, and even Batman Begins, uh, Ra's al Ghul or Ra's al Ghul and Scarecrow and Scarecrow, and it's like it should have just been Scarecrow after the League of Shadows or League of Assassins, League of Shadows. I was fine with that though. After, see, I was not okay how, with how that. that. Like that should have just been done. No, just in terms of how they incorporated. Or how they use Scarecrow with uh, Rob. See, Lobo. I didn't. I like it. I thought it was fine. It should have just because Scarecrow, Cillian Murphy was great. He was. He was so good. Yeah. And then he just like meh. And then they bring back Liam Neeson. And they tries to fucking with the train, and it's like, you guys could have done this at any time. There's a reason why they did. No, they did. see, that's the same issue I have. There's with a reason why Batman they did with the did. Dark Knight Rises. They put a nuclear bomb, and they could have blown it up anytime. You're like, no, no, we want to make Batman sad first. They were trying to break him down. Why? You just blow up the fucking city. Who gives a God. shit? And this is the world's greatest detective. He's getting his dick sucked by Rachel Ghoul's daughter, and he doesn't know. And she could have just killed him then. But she waits till later, till he comes back after his back being broken and he magically climbs out of a giant pit in the hole. He comes back to Gotham, has some kind of time to fill a fucking thing on the ice or on the bridge where he can light his bat signal and fire. And then she stabs him in the one place in his armor where he couldn't protect against a knife. You had sex with this man. You could have just killed him. (laughs) What the fuck? You got me there. But they have to. Oh, God. They're, 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 this, this movie. <laughs> uh, 
they weren't making a short film here. All it's right, they had movie. to make. Yo, no, it's, it's not. Okay, movie. look, all that you look, just said. Matt Hardy was the shit. I really liked him a lot. I really did. Did you say Matt Hardy? Matt Hardy, right? Matt Hardy. Tell me, fucking uh, Bane. the broken one? No, Bane. Matt Hardy. No, right? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. That's yeah, what I said. Matt Hardy's the wrestler. Wrestler. Yeah, yeah. he's fine too. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hardy. I really liked also, Tom Hardy. That. I thought he was great. Yeah. I thought he was great. Um, again, I'm always lukewarm about Christian Bale as Batman. He's whatever. Um, but yeah, Talia Al Ghul. That whole thing was so unnecessary. Just like when they brought Rachel Ghul back in Batman Begins, so unnecessary. The love story in Batman Begins, so unnecessary. Like, there's just so much filler in these Nolan movies. Um, and then, and Dark Knight Rises in particular, the amount of bleakness they're trying to shove down your fucking throat is definitely bleak. It's like overly bleak. Like, is it? I mean. So talk about replayability. I will never watch a movie again. For real? It, See, even with all those problems you just mentioned, I still enjoy watching that shit. Dude. I really do, yeah. Uh, but to your point, yeah, I didn't think of it all that shit you just said before. <laughs> and all, a lot, You threw so much shit out, but there were definitely, half of what you said yeah. definitely rang like alarms. Like, oh yeah, I didn't like, think about that. It's like, dude, you, but, guys, you guys put this bomb in the city, just blow it up then. What's the problem? That, if that's your ultimate goal... Why go through this rigmarole with the Batman? Just blow the shit up. They were trying to make a point, dog. Why? They were trying to make a point. For that's what? Like, that's like asking... Like, Kill everybody in the city. What's the <coughs> point? No one's going to remember. But yeah, but they made them wait. Everybody but that's knows, what villains do, man. So villains dumb, are so arrogant dumb. and they're fooling themselves. They, wanna, they like to bring shit It was shit the down. same problem in, in Dark Knight when Joker takes the two boats... And he's like, yeah. and he forces them to choose. And right? you're like, fuck, why? This is so dumb. Because he's the Joker. He likes to fuck with people. That's his whole thing. Uh, That's his whole thing. It's such poor writing. It is such poor writing. And no. just glaring holes. Again. You just shove a big cock in them. I, I will say, okay. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't the best writing. But it wasn't poor. I wouldn't say it was poor. Okay, what's your number seven? You said you had two. Phantasm. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So it came in. Seven spots. Seven spot out of yeah. and I actually I tried out of seven theatrical releases. <laughs> You'll notice I didn't put anything that Schumacher did. There's no. Oh yeah, I guess there's. Of nine, course, there's no nine. fucking Batman and Robin. God, there's Batman. no Batman Forever. You know, I haven't uh, watched Batman Forever again, but I've heard. Why would people, you want to? I've heard people say that they they're wrong later that they enjoy it more than Batman Returns, and in my head I'm like that can't be no, just no. because no and no disrespect to Tommy Lee Jones. He was terrible in that movie. No, honest, no. What, what, Schumacher did that, right? Schumacher did yeah, Forever he did, he and did Batman and Robin. Yeah, he did those two. Look, Tommy Lee Jones, fucking Jim Carrey, yeah. Val Kilmer, the, the cast, it's a good cast. The and, cast from Batman and Robin was good. Totally. With the exception the of writing, Silverstone. The writing and was, the directing. And the directing. And no disrespect to Joe Schumacher, the motherfucker made The Lost Boys. I know, I know. That's in my top ten forever and ever and ever yeah. of film's best, one of my Favorite fucking films My favorite ever made. Vampire flick ever made. It is the best vampire yeah. movie. Bar none. It's, it's the best vampire movie. It's the of all best time. vampire movie. The best Schumacher movie. The best. Well, best the team best movie. movie. The best Corys. The best movie. Fucking hey, the Corys. The it's Feldman's in the Haynes. Drive. God damn it. Fuck. That movie's amazing. Well, License to Drive. No, well, License to Drive is amazing yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But Lost Boys. Lost is Boys. Than yeah. Lost, Lost uh, License to Drive. That was that's their opus. That's a, that's a Corey opus. Without right a, there. <laughs> without a doubt. Yeah, so Joel Schumacher gets all the due respect for the Lost Boys. 
It's only because of the Lost Boys that he got Batman. That I no no that I don't that I haven't cursed right. this man for what he did right. with Batman. Right. Because the Lost Boys are so dope. I'm like, okay, well. And then again, also, he's the director. There are people cutting his check. This is true. The person cutting his check should have someone at some point in time should have been like, uh, so what are you guys doing over there? But it feels like all bat that stuff, skates a bat yeah. credit card. But it feels like all that stuff was a reaction to Burton's film because 1993. I'm gonna say the only reaction it was was to fucking cash. They did, those weren't films. Those were just two hour because, uh, commercials um, for toys for for oh let's not Batman Returns. Batman Returns couldn't sell many. No, no, I'm talking anything. about the I'm talking oh, about yeah, totally. The, the but that's, that's why they, that yeah. was the reaction. It was like we can't sell toys yeah. off of a gross penguin who bites people's nose and grabs ladies' tits. And like, when did he grab a tit? He's putting a pin on somebody. He's like, you need a pen, and he's fucking groping he's it. Not, I remember that scene. He's being nice, and he's putting the pin he on is the fucking the pal, her man. And he keeps doing it, and she's like, uh, okay, watch it again. <laughs> he's grabbing them titties, which, hey, no disrespect, I love titties. I'm grabbing course, titties yeah. is an amazing thing. Shout out to all the ladies who let guys grab their titties. So why are you hating on fucking penguin for grabbing well, a titty? One, she was not letting him grab anything. Oh, okay, it's forcibly titty grabbing. But uh, yeah, there was no toy sold out. No of that. means no, yo. No does mean yo. Unless you have a safe word, then no is okay. Um, <laughs> I, what were you saying? Just being real, man. Being real. <laughs> just being real. You know how I get down. I do know uh, how I get down, you fucking freak. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, Schumacher's stuff was a direct reaction based on Burton's stuff being so dark. They were just like, okay, we got to go the complete opposite way. And then it went all the way back to it did. 1966. It did, yeah. It went full circle. Fucking campy ass. It went full. Shit. It went yeah. full Adam West. But it wasn't even that. Like even that. Those Adam West, West movies were good though, because at great. least they were self-referential. They knew what they were. Totally. They were it was like, very oh, tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek, you know. And the whole tone was like light and fun, and uh, and they played it so well. That that series is great. The yeah. original, or not original, because the original was like in the '30s, and that shit was terribly racist. The '40s, I get '40s, and there's like a '37 one too. Oh, is there too? '37. There's you can watch that shit on YouTube, and it's like. One, it's like the costume is made out of like sticks and glue and stuff. That's <laughs> terrible. But Batman has a gun, and it's like horribly racist against the Japanese. That was the stuff in the forties. Yeah. It's just like, whoa, guys, this is pretty rough. But he beats the shit out of people all the time in that show. In the old one, yeah, I'm sure it didn't look very good though. No, no, no. But it was just like pretty rough. Like Batman yeah. was kind of a thug. Well, he kind of was. Yeah. You know, even back then in the comics, like he. Yeah. When he was first created, like when Bob Kane first created him, like I think he might even had a gun back then. Bill the Finger, comments. Bob Kane, just along for the ride. Bill Finger, yeah, yeah. Well, both. No, they both get credit. Bob, well, Bob Kane has gotten all the credit. I think the only, the only, the first time they credited Bill Finger, who actually came up with him, I want to say was uh, Batman vs Superman. It was the first time you saw his name on screen. So this, well, yeah, no, I think seventy-five years of like. Nope. Yeah. Fuck you. You're not getting shit. And it was mainly Bob Kane like stole the character. That's essentially how that goes. I heard they did. They came up with it in tandem, like Jack, like uh, like Stanley and Jack Kirby. Right. But even you then, know? like Stanley will credit, like yeah, Jack Kirby drew that. Yeah. And then I wrote it or came up with later or like Jack would be like, no, Stanley, that was his idea, and then I drew, you know what I mean. So it's like there's equal yeah uh, recognition. In, in the comic books, it's and yeah, and I have I do remember reading about uh. Bill Finger and, yeah. and that stuff and how they, you know, I think it might have been like last year, the year before where they were talking about how 
he's now going to be a fix to anything when it comes yeah. to Batman as far as like created by. Yeah, so I'd always say now created by Bob Kane with with Bill, Bill Finger. Finger. Yeah, just yeah. a little because like in the comics, it's rare unless you're like self publishing your own shit. If you're working for a comic book company, like it's true, you're not just creating anything in a vacuum because you're you're it's, dealing it's with their shit. Or unless you're, if you're, unless you're the writer and the artist, and it's like, hey, here's my ideas. Right. But generally, you're working. It's a writer and an artist working together. So when you come up with anything, right, it's rare that it's just solely attributed. Oh, it's all me. It's but all apparently, me. with this, apparently, I don't know anything other than just hearsay and stuff. But uh, Bill Finger drew it. Yeah. And then that was the design they went with. Yeah, that's what that's what I read. But that Bob Bill Finger just, came up with most of the iconic. Uh, elements of the character right the, define, the visual yeah. yeah which is really i mean batman is more visual than almost any other character yeah. like that that's what defines the batman like you can change a lot of, his parents have to be murdered in the alley and then he has to look like batman other than that you can kind of fuck with anything yeah but those are the elements that exist i mean those are the temples of the character right right it's the the reason and then the look right i guess that's true with anything that's yeah a good point. yeah that's yeah a good point. right but yeah, so there's your Batman list. It's a good list. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I thought I, so. Dark Knight Rises, I just, uh, yeah, so many problems. Well, but I loved Bane. People really hate on Tom Hardy, I'm but a, I thought he was great. Man. Yeah, people didn't. I, you know, he was so fine in that fucking role. Yeah, I really liked uh, him. I mean, not fine, like, in terms of looks. He's a good looking guy, too. He is a good looking guy. But just, man. but just in terms of, like, his performance. Because I remember when that movie came out, everybody was, like, criticizing, like, I can't, he's, like, mumbling. I don't understand what he's saying. Yeah. They just put subtitles. And I saw that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm picking up every fucking thing. Like I don't understand people's complaints. Now about they did. This shit. I remember when the first trailer came out, and it because in post they did all that shit in post. You couldn't understand anything when the first trailer, so they cleaned it up a lot. Yeah, for, by the time the film came out, yeah, when the film came out, it's like yeah, I can understand. I, I mean, if you can understand a British person, yeah, then there should be no problem here. But I guess a lot of Americans can't understand British people. Yeah, we have a lot of a lot of idiots, a lot of dummies in yeah. this country. Yeah, yeah. I think and that was even back then. Yeah. We've, I mean, the state of affairs now, we got a lot of dumb people. <sighs> when was that? 2012? Is that? That it came out? I 14? think so. 12? No, no, it was, I think it was either 12 or 13. I think 12. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hey, speaking of trailer, trailers. I didn't see it. I know. <laughs> I want you to see something. You mentioned a Charlize Theron. Yeah. Atomic Blonde. Does it show anything about the about it, though? I don't want to know anything about it. No, I'm not gonna watch it, man. I don't. No, no. You keep fucking with me on this. No. See, I watched the Justice League trailer because honestly, and as, as much as it pains me to say this, I don't really care <laughs> about that well, movie. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't really care about the movie. But like, but you don't even care about this. You don't even but know if about it's, this fucking movie. But if it's good, like I didn't. Who knows know. if it's good or not? Well, I don't know. But you say it's so good. The trailer's so the good. The trailer. I don't know about the film. But see, that's why I stopped watching trailers in the first place. No, because the trailers do, are dope. No, do me this one side. You're gonna keep doing this. No, to no. Me. This is this my last time. You heard it. You heard it. Last time. Right, I'm gonna I do want it you to I check this you, out. And then we can get into some Fate of the Furious. I think, oh, did I, you I, see it? I did not. Oh, you son of a bitch. Did, I know. I know. Right. We'll hold off on that till the next one. All right. Well, I, you got it. Do you have, do you have Hulu? I do. Go to Hulu. Okay. All right. So Charlie used to run. I'm, I'm sure if you, if you listen to this, you obviously like movies and you're probably aware of this movie that's coming out with her. It's called Atomic Blonde. And it's based off of a, uh, it's a graphic novel. Mm. Um, I've never heard of it. You want another beer? Uh, yeah, sure. But uh, but yeah, that's what I've heard that is based off this graphic novel about this. Uh, she's like a, I think it takes place in the '80s actually, like during the Cold War, like before the uh, the wall comes down. And uh, Bill, Bill, wall. <laughs> yeah, I don't know we were, we were about to pull one up, and back then we were taking them down. 
Talk about coming full circle. Oh, shit. Where was I? But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Takes place in the 80s. Uh, Charlize Theron is basically, she plays a spy. And I really don't know any plot details beyond that other than based on this trailer, she's just kicking all kinds of ass. And it looks fucking amazing. Charlize Theron is just amazing in and of itself. I mean, I remember the first time I saw her in a movie. I think it was Two Days in the Valley. Do you remember that movie? James Spader. James Spader. Fucking you know what I'm talking about. God damn. Yeah. What a and she is still that, stunning. What the fuck, man? Give me dap on that, God bro. Damn, you know two days in the valley. Oh yeah. A lot of people don't remember that shit or never saw it. Oh man. James that, Spader fucks the shit out of James that. Spader and her. It was like uh So Two Days in the Valley, if you haven't seen it, please check it out. It was a clone, not a clone. It was uh it came right after like Pulp Fiction. Right. Where they were trying to put out all these fucking Pulp Fiction like movies, right? Indie and, mind fuck, uh, yeah, yeah. Realism. Uh, stories with uh, broken up narratives where you're not sure like when anything is taking place until the very end. You kind of get a sense or understanding of like what the fuck's going on, right? I didn't uh, even know who had two trailers. Oh, just keep going down. Okay. Two days in the valley was the best of these type of Pulp Fiction clones, and she was in it. I think I think it might. I don't think it was her first film, but it was the first time that I saw her. Is this a real movie, The Hitman's Bodyguard? With Brian Reynolds and Sam Jackson? Yeah. You haven't seen that one either? I haven't seen any. I told you I don't watch yeah, that shit. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's dope. But I'm, I'm down for that. All right. So yeah, so go. Atomic Blonde. There it is. There it is. So, so yeah. So, Charlize is in this movie, Atomic Blonde. And she... I love this woman. From Mad Max. I mean, amazing, Mad man. Max. Uh, what was it? Fury Road? Uh, Furiosa. Fucking hell, she was good, man. Awesome in it. She's great you know, in even Fade in the Furious. Devil's she's Advocate, incredible is not a very good movie. Even though I like it. It's not Which a very one? good movie. Devil's Advocate. Keanu Reeves, oh, I like Devil's Advocate. Me too. I like it. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's entertaining. Replayability wise, I've seen that movie a shit ton. Of me times. too. It's one of those movies that I know isn't very good. Like I, I see it. Like man, this is actually pretty like not a very good movie at all. But I still enjoy it. Yeah. Ninth Gate is like that for me too. A Johnny Depp movie. Yeah, I've never seen Ninth Gate. Also not a very good movie. That's but a, I love Roman it. Polanski, right? Yeah, Roman Polanski. Johnny I was Depp. Blake. I don't, I don't like that. Though. You know, whatever, man. I, that was before I knew. Yeah. But. Uh, it's also not a very good movie, but I really enjoy it. And I read the book, and I, I still enjoy the movie. Well, that's Stephen King? That no, Stephen no, King. it's uh, Club Dumas is the, the book oh. name, and the writer is... I can't remember. I'm dumb. All right, so we're about to watch... I'm getting Graham to watch. All right, so we're on with this With this anti-trailer fucking stance. This is the last one. You heard him. The last fucking one. I know it's the he, last one for this episode. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> for this episode. Okay, so I'm, we're on Hulu, and I'm... I've highlighted Atomic Blonde, and I'm going to click play in yeah. three, two, one, go. Oh, wait. Right, sorry, no, sorry, no. sorry. <laughs> we, we, got, we got many stuff. Okay, through. ready? Three, two, two one, go. go. All right. All right so, so this movie trailer is Atomic Blonde, trailer one. So they had a teaser, and then this is the actual trailer. It's but it's cool. All about the movie. All right, it just started green screen, appropriate audiences. Well, I can't wait for this shit. Oh, shit. This movie is directed by one of the directors of John Wick. I can tell. There's lots of headshots going on. Yeah. But not today. Look at that soundtrack. I'm feeling that. This is like uh, La Femme Nikita. No, it's not. It's that better. opening scene was the same. John Goodman's in this. 
Love that John Goodman is getting so much amazing work now. She's whooping people with her fucking high heel. Oh, go for it, girl. Now, I really wanted this, wanted you to watch this just because it's, you know, I wanted you to check out the uh, the choreography of the fights. Yeah, man. And get your opinion on that. Is that... Uh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Professor X. Yeah. I just watched him in that movie Split. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the chick from uh, Kingsman. The chick with the, the stilts. Oh, yeah. The, the blade stilts. Oh, God damn. A little lesbian action right there. Holy Jesus. See? <laughs> Charlie's whooping ass, yo. <laughs> Look at this. Love that shit. One takes, you know. I like this uh, remix of yeah. that uh, Kanye the song Kanye? and uh, who is that? Who's this? Reach out and touch. Reach out and touch. Who is that? Fucking, well, I can't. Yeah, who was that? The uh, Pesh mode. The Pesh. Yeah. Nice. It's like the same building they did the porn movie in. <laughs> What's that? Is that a real Tyler Tyler Durden? Little thing? Tyler Durden. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey man, Atomic it looks super Blonde. fun. It looks really fun. Summer oh. 2017. I think it's coming out in August. It looks very fun. Um, yeah, what'd you think of that shit? And that, that trailer actually didn't have uh, the. Oh, I was about to play something else. It didn't have the scene that I wanted you to see. No? I think that was a, the teaser. Okay. So, gotta watch the teaser now. Nope. Yes! No, nope, that was enough. Go, go, Is the teaser it. on here too? It should be. Click it again. And maybe go down. The Red Band trailer? Sure, why not? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to learn about the whole movie now. <laughs> Let me see. When did it come out? So... Yeah, yeah, just try it real quick. Wait, wait. Oh, it says it's in theaters. Wait, when is yeah, this? Yeah, theaters, 728, 2017. All right, so this is the Red Band Wait, trailer. no, no, don't, don't do this. It can't be it. That can't be it. Yeah, no. I think we have to go to YouTube There's or something. T- yeah. Well, I'll... No, never mind. It's okay. Okay, okay right. but... Yeah. We're terrible hosts. We're like, this is this is an no, audio. Cool, this is cool. an audio medium. You can follow along playing, at home, or <laughs> we're playing fucking visual shit. And you can follow along at home. It'd be good. Um, it looks fun, man. Yeah, I'm super she's excited for it. So gorgeous. I mean, she's an amazing actor too. I'm not just like only you objectifying her. Like, no, I, I, I'm okay with objectifying people. That's a compliment. Yeah. Even like, like I feel nowadays, it's like, look. And honestly, when it, when it sex comes to, is great, and it's okay to be sexually attracted, and yeah. and, and and acknowledge that and admire it, and, and I also totally. think when you're talking about someone like Charlize Theron, it's like I mean she's, she's known. stunning, man. Like no, but I mean, not... but her acting is yeah, known. Yeah, it's yeah. like she, well, I don't feel incredible. like I have to compliment her acting when yeah. I compliment how beautiful she she's is. She's an incredible actor. It's like of like, course you know she's a good actor. Fucking amazing. She's a, such a good actor. But the uh, one thing that stood out to me watching it the first time I saw it was yeah, I was like, wow, this looks really badass. You know, uh, like I said, very John Wickish. Yeah. In terms of the acting, how it's been, how it's filmed. But I love how, not well, 
love. <laughs> I like how you know you can see on her face mm-hmm. how these fights affect her. Like these aren't like she's not getting into fights and like she's not coming away unscathed. Like right. there are a lot of scenes in the trailer where you see her and even where she's, she's got to beat up and, and even while she's, she's fighting, she's uh, emoting a lot. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, that yeah. is nice. It's cool to see. Yeah, uh, yeah man, it looks fun. I I'll go watch that. That oh, yeah. uh, just to see at least Charlie's thrown kissing a girl like oh boy oh boy y'all know i have a real uh um problem (laughs) a real uh oh you're closing out i mean a real uh addiction to uh pretty ladies especially when there's more than one oh boy who doesn't yeah i guess it's kind of a statement (laughs) obvious captain obvious over here no but but it's one yeah like even you know you know gay guys gay i mean honestly whether any kind of beauty yeah, I don't for care sure. which way you swing. For sure, you know when you see somebody that's just fucking beautiful, you call it out. It's no like, doubt, goddamn, no <laughs> you're fine as hell. You see, like that's like, a handsome dude. Like, see, I fuck. think uh, Heath Ledger was a gorgeous man, and Jake Gyllenhaal is a really beautiful man. But I didn't want to see them kiss. I don't have anything against. It. I just, I just didn't care. Yeah. Um. But yeah, women are just prettier than men. They are. They're just, course, I mean, they're just yeah. prettier. So just and it has nothing to I, do with like gay or straight. They're just prettier. It's just a fact. Men are like uh, the best quote I, <laughs> in Seinfeld. I think it was like oh, Elaine. You know, was I'm the king of the Seinfeld. Saying that, well, he, you know, I don't know, king. Hmm? I, I'm the king, son. Wait, are you? That sounds like a challenge. Wait, you you think you're a bigger Seinfeld fan than me? Is is there a question? I know, I, I know, I'm smiling, looking at you right now, but you've yeah. like offended me. Blood boiling. Okay. I'm, I'm, okay, so I'm going to say this. Okay, and we, we, maybe we can go back and forth. We'll play a new game. Because Bomb is, uh, we didn't have very good luck with Bomb when we played <laughs> yeah, we it. Did. We did. <laughs> okay, so Elaine says something about, uh, I'm, not, I'm not even going to say like what episode or whatever. Elaine says something about uh, men's bodies so as opposed. This is so unprofessional. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm We're recording the fucking podcast for the peeps, and you got your phone up here, full volume. Just that, going that off. It's not full volume, by the way. Well, it sounds. I can go louder. Brag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Elaine says something about the male body and something about the female body. Exactly the thing we're talking about, how, how women are prettier than men. Do you know the quote? Yeah, it's like, you know, they're all lumpy and uh, it's like uh, she compared our bodies to like a SUV. It's pretty good, man. Of course, it's pretty fucking. She says good. women are like a work of art. A work you know? of art. We're Botticelli. Men are utilitarian, Utilitar- like a jeep. Yeah, just for getting around. Yep, it's pretty good, man. Yeah. All right, all right, dude. I, Seinfeld's my shit, man. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Give me something. Oh, I ain't got nothing. Off the top there you of my go. Head. See, that's why I'm better. Another top of my head. I'm in. That was at the top of my head. I'm in. I'm in movie mode. I win. Hey, man. So we yeah. So you haven't you haven't seen Fate yet? No. So, so I, I found a copy. Yeah, I was going to go to the theater and watch it, but I've been all sad and mopey gram, so I haven't done that shit. Um, mopey gram. Yeah, it sucks. And it's like, I, and then I get like, oh, I wish I, I would like to have gone with this person, and I can't. <laughs> mopey gram, that sounds like a cute line sticker. It's nice, right? Do you, yeah. you don't have line, though. Line? Line. Does anybody listening to this podcast know the fuck line is? Is that, I that feel like I'm the, you were telling me about? Yeah. Fuck, were you sending it, stickers? You it's, I mean, it's a last app. It's a text messaging. I don't care about that. And you can send stickers, and you I have unlimited calls. texts. Huh? I have unlimited. But text. of course you do. But you can't send cool stickers. I can send. You GIFs. can. I can send wrestling I can stickers. Send gifs. Yeah, look at the fuck. Gif. Jeff. It's a gif. Jeff. It's a gif, my. Jeff. Oh shit! Excuse me, guys. Jeff. 
It's a gif. It certainly is a gif. It's gif. Gif or gif, people? It's gif. It's gif. It's fucking gif. But anyway, line, I, I look it up, Android, phones, the Play Store, or fucking... Oh, see, that's your first mistake. iTunes. Is you have an Android. Oh, come on, man. You're not going to... iPhone faux life. Yeah, 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 all right. L-Y-F, Honestly, I'm, Brian. I'm not... L-Y-F. L-Y-F. Life. 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 Faux life. I'm not getting into a, a war. There's nothing to get into. Nothing well, get into as a shallow pool. Well, no, no, no. Because honestly, <laughs> I, the only reason I have an Android is because I've always had Sprint. That's it. They don't have. No, they do now. Oh, like okay. when I was, you oh, know, they just recently got okay. uh, the I shit. But I love my Android. But it, look, I'm not going to look. Android, I respect. Or apples don't blow up on planes either. Wasn't. I thought that wasn't iPhone that was blown up. No, it was the Note 7 or the. Oh, I, that was was it the Samsung thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I ain't got you no know what's Samsung. crazy about that? So I was just recently in Costa Rica. HTC baby, as you guys know, I was in Costa Rica, and uh, we were coming back, and they were there saying is. on the plane that you, if you had one, whatever that was, a Galaxy Seven or whatever it was, Note Seven. Yeah, that yeah, that was. It. You couldn't travel on the plane with it. Yeah, you had to give it to them. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. Or you drug off the plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Delta? <laughs> uh, United, sorry, sorry, Delta. United. Um, but in the airport, they had a phone store and they sold those phones. The same phones that the confiscated the me. <laughs> and I was like, somebody didn't think this through because well, you, you could just buy it right now and get on the plane. It takes a while for all parties to get in I total guess, sync. I guess. <laughs> I was like, but I just bought this phone. Yeah, I bought fucking- it in the airport. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, I feel like we were talking about something. Well, we were. Shout out to uh, yeah, Estrella Jalisco. Estrella Jalisco. This is the beer that we're drinking right now. It's pretty good, man. I mean, we were just in talking Porta about it. de Mexico. It tastes almost exactly like Corona. Yeah. It feels like I don't have as it's much of that. It's actually lighter, like, kind of feels like. Yeah, I, was just gonna, I don't have that heavy aftertaste yeah. that Corona gives you. but uh, No, it's pretty tasty, man. It is. It's very good. Uh, I actually... Man, now we're just... Fast and the Furious. That's random. what we were saying. Fast and the Furious. I was, Mopey Graham was too Mopey sad Graham to go see Fast said, and yeah, the Furious. I was like, that'd be a cool so, line sticker. Mopey Graham. Right. So I, <laughs> that's how we got on that. So I found a copy uh, on this Amazon Fire Stick. Why are you pirating shit, man? Because... And, 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 and why are you broadcasting that shit? Oh, is that bad? Broadcast, man. Is that yeah, bad? Man. Can we not do that? You're and, fucking incriminating yourself. In Trump's America? Can we not... Uh, hey, man. It's probably true. You joke about that, but who knows? Maybe I'm just I'm just trying to sound cool. I'm trying to fit in with the cool kids. So that's why I'm saying that. But All right, well, then I really on the but... inside, I'm sad. And I, I feel insecure. <laughs> so I, And I got a pirate shit. I learned it from watching you, Dad. And my dad doesn't know how to pirate anything. So uh, anyway, so I saw the first race, the opening sequence. Oh, you did? In Cuba? Yeah, I oh, saw okay. that. Uh, and then I was like, I don't really, the quality was okay, but I was like, ah, I, I want to watch this movie in good quality. Right. So I turned it off after that. Um, but I thought that opening sequence was pretty dumb. It was pretty dumb? Dumb. You do know this is Fast and the Furious you're talking about. I do. No, and, and just as a precursor, because well, I don't want you to spoil it for me, so we're not really not going to probably have to talk about it. No, but but I we, love those films. Can we talk about the, just the franchise? The last one. Yes. As a whole. Let's yes, talk about the franchise. I have a lot of thoughts and opinions and feelings on this franchise. Oh, let's get it. Let's get that, it, brother. Yeah, so you go. Okay. So the first pass, one. Pass the baton to you. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I really do. The first one is f- great. I hate it. It's my least favorite. 
You like Tokyo Drift more than one? And two yes. more than one? Yes. That's why I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, because I... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I... Now, now look, before... Now, I, 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 I still had a bomb, but I will say, I was super excited to see this film when it first came out, the first one. Yeah. Because I was in college, and I remember being so excited, like, oh, shit, like, bam, and Ja Rule's in that shit. Long time ago, y'all. Back then, Ja Rule was the shit. Yo, that Ja Rule, that uh, late 90s, early 2000s Ja Rule stuff is still... Murder. I love that shit. That's Ja Rule, man. That's what I like. And all him and stuff. That shit goes... He was good. I love it. He was good. I love that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I was looking forward to that movie, and when when it was done... And I dragged my poor girlfriend to see at the time. Menage! I was like, nah, this really didn't hit. Really? I love that It didn't satisfy me at all. It's Point Break. It tried to be. It's the exact same movie. Just it tried to be. But Point course. Break is a good flick. And I didn't think that first one was good. But that, but, really? really? Yeah, it's crazy. I yeah, I love that first one. Okay, so uh, overall, I love this franchise. It's They've embraced. But you liked it from the beginning, huh? Yes, but I did not like two and three. Okay. I thought two was okay. Two was enjoyable, mainly on the strength of Tyrese. He's very fun and entertaining, and like you just like the shit out of him. Uh, Three Tokyo Drift is horrendous. Three is so bad. I have a lot of thoughts on three, with the exception of Han, who is an awesome character, and which caused, based on the strength of his awesomeness, caused them to be like, "Oh yeah, that one was a prequel." After the fact. Because they needed to bring him back. Because, spoiler alert, he dies at the end of that shit. So based on how awesome he was and the reaction, then they weren't like, okay, that's a prequel. So after five, three is then. So they're like, we need two more movies with this guy because everybody likes him. So that's how good he is in that movie. But the rest of the movie is garbage. Okay, so so I really like one. It's very typical. What was that? I think it was 2001. 2001. Yeah. So it's, it's a 90s movie, essentially. Pretty much. So it's very typical. It's like a Mountain Dew commercial. Right. Expanded it, it, it is like a Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> like less like, yeah, bro, extreme, and more like, yeah, bro, yeah, bro extreme. Like more like that. <laughs> <laughs> like more like that, but I love it. Um, and then, okay, so I said two is kind of like silly, but it's fun. But it's not very good. Three is awful. So then they get to four. And I don't know what happened. But they're like, yeah, we're going to make this really serious and really intense. It was basically a reboot. Yeah. They the completely just like, okay, let's. Well, let's, while still maintaining continuity. Right. But it was effectively continuity-ish a reboot. Continuity-ish in the sense that they were like, this is, Han is here. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he died and we're not going to tell you why. It's just, you're going to have to figure that out later. Four is great. And it's intense and, and really awesome. Yeah. And the action starts getting pretty amazing. And they get to five. And five is the fucking the the peak of what this franchise is, I think. 5 is amazing. That's when they were in Brazil, right? And they yeah, they're stealing the the the, the, the vault the vault from yeah. the bank. 5 is they were just like, okay. They finally embrace like, okay, they're all superheroes. Yeah. They can't get hurt. And that was the first film with the Rock. Yes. And he made his, uh, his And who's always amazing. You put the Rock in whatever, he's just like it's a great thing. So, okay, like, they're all superheroes. Nobody can get hurt. They're going to kill thousands of people. <laughs> oh, dude, they, they killed that many people. When they're dragging that giant vault through the streets of Rio, and it's on a cable, 
just fucking wiping out buildings. <laughs> Certainly, thousands of people die. They just don't show it. I'm talking about. So that is also even in four when they're it's when they're going through like the, the tunnels, the favelas, right? Yeah, down the uh, in Brazil or is that five? Also, that's five. That's five. Okay, well, four is a tunnel, but uh, yeah, five is they're just like they set the tone of even the good guys are straight up murderers. We're just not going to talk about that part. <laughs> so they're they're superheroes. They cannot be hurt. They cannot die. They'll literally jump from a, a a tank or from a car onto a tank or from a off of a bridge onto a thing. <laughs> and it's the it's the best action you'll ever see in your life in any movie. It's fucking amazing. Uh, it's so much fun. I won't go that far, but yeah, it's incredible, point, but man. Like, f- and and a lot of it is is practical stunts. A lot of there's obviously a ton of CG work, but. A lot of it is really yeah. They do. They show. do use a lot of practice. Um, but it's so good and it's so over the top, so over the top. And the only one who really thinks that it's legit and he's like a, is Vin Diesel, who's a fucking <laughs> ridiculous person. Apparently, he's the only negative aspect of these fucking films, and not his character in the movie. His real personality, but just him, right? All this because shit that I read believed, about him. Have you, I don't know if you listen to these interviews with him where he'll talk, he's talking about like for five an example. He was like, yeah, when. Vin and Hobbs fight. He talks about that it was a cinematic event that everybody wanted to see. Like, he thinks he buys his own press kit. Like, he's one of those type of people. He's a fucking weirdo. But that aside, five is the shit. Well, what about six? You're talking about five. Six is dope, too. Six, what is six? That's the airplane. The the, the tarmac, and they're going for like 9,000 miles on the the tarmac. The tarmac that will never end. And they they added it up. It was like 23 football fields or some shit like that. Great movie. And then, uh, what's her name dies? Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot dies. That was sad. Horrible, because I loved her. She was phenomenal. And it's got the the Cuban guys are in that, right? The, The brothers? Brothers with the ER. Uh, the two brothers. No, they weren't in that one, I don't think. They weren't in that they one. Weren't. They were in five. They were in five. They weren't yeah, in they six. They weren't in six. Because six, they were in the, in the UK. Or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah. But Tyrese and Ludacris right. took their place. As like right. kind of really... Okay, so the only problem I have in that one, I think, is it six or seven? I don't remember. But Tyrese... No, no. Ludacris is supposed to be the world, the world's best hacker. And there's a part where, like, he's hacking, but then, like, this girl who's, like, an FBI agent... Is like a better hacker than him for some. There, there's some problem with that movie. Uh, but yeah, six is great too. Super enjoyable. Yeah. Super enjoyable. Seven, I did not enjoy. Seven, I thought was actually pretty bad. Uh, the story. I was the like, one with Jason Statham. Yeah. No disrespect to Jason Statham. Kurt Russell. I love. Kurt Russell's only at the very end, though, right? No, he's he's in it. Is he? Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's one that kind of brings. That's the one with Ronda Rousey, right? Yes. They're in Dubai or something. Dubai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so seven. Is like above, so three three is at the bottom for me. Tokyo Drift, and then two, and then seven, and then it goes probably like six, one, four, five. All right, for me, five is at the top for me. Five is the shit. Okay, I like six better than five, but I think six is really good too. But yeah, so yeah, I love this franchise. I think the last, not eight, but seven. I didn't really like. Um, Ronda Rousey was particularly bad. The fighting was pretty bad. Oh, I love that fight when she fought. Uh, I think it was horrible. That was a horrible fight. Michelle Rodriguez. Mom, yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. Awful, I love that fight. Awful fight. Um, but that tribute they did to Paul Walker at the end. Waterworks. Oh yeah, super sad. Because I mean that was real shit. Like was, he really yeah. did die in a car accident. It was so sad. He's got a daughter and what? 
Horribly yeah. sad. And they, they handled it really well. It was, they did. The best they could. You yeah, know? it was nice. And then Vin Diesel like ruined it by giving some dumb quote in an interview where he was like, number seven was for Paul. Number eight is going to be from Paul. That was what he said. Like, Paul Walker's in heaven writing a screenplay for eight or something. Vin Diesel's a dummy. Uh, <laughs> shots fired. But yeah, so overall, man, I love that series. Like, I, I really do. It's so cheesy and it's so over the top. And it's like, for some reason, like, you know, the problem with Die Hard, like, Die Hard 1, greatest action film of all time. Die Hard 2, meh. Die Hard 3. Die Hard 2 is awesome. Die Hard 2 is whatever. Die Hard 3 is great. Die Hard 4 is great. And then Die Hard 5 is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. But they still got to a point where, like, John McClane is a superhero. And you're like, what? he's supposed to be just a cop. Yeah. How did he get here? Be- so you don't buy it. Yeah. But for some reason, in Fast and the Furious, these are just people who can race cars. But then when they become superheroes, you're like, yeah, cool. I'm with it. Somehow they managed to do it. Well, I will say, and that's a good point. Yeah. I will say, in spite of uh, even though these movies, these you know, the Fast and the Furious, they've gotten progressively more outlandish. Mm. That first one was in and of itself a pretty fucking outlandish totally. film. So at least they were in that realm. Whereas, like you said, with, with Die Hard, and I agree with you one hundred percent. Yeah. What lo- like it, I mean, it did lose its way, and I like Ford too. That's the one with the hackers, right? With yeah, the, Justin Long. And Justin Long. I love and, that one. It's great. Yeah, no, I do too. But even that, though he is jumping helicopter or jumping motorcycles and helicopters, it's still dope. It was, and it was like a long way from being hit, you know, McLean's character from Nakatomi because it right. was like, fuck, like, okay, you're really doing all this shit? Right. But it was, it was good, so yeah. I, I could still buy in. But with the Fast and the Furious, like, I feel that it's Did always... Did you see Die Hard 5, the one in Russia? I have, yeah. Ooh. I try not That's to... That's like Alien 4. I try not to... It's that bad. Think about it I'm on or vacation. talk about it or... Yeah, okay. Because I just, Fair yeah, it'll put me it's in a like bad It's like Star space. Wars prequels, Alien 4, Die Hard 5. Oh, that's worse for me. Yeah, but I mean, they're all like, you just pretend yeah, that pretend that didn't, didn't happen. happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so for me in the Fast and Furious franchise, I I am just so enamored with this franchise. Yeah. And not, I mean, one, outside of just enjoying it, I'm, I'm enamored. I'm like, just of, of it in and of itself, because it shouldn't be. This is, they are eight films deep. There's no they are eight films franchise deep. that is that long anymore. I haven't seen a franchise since the 80s. But for me, it's not even about the length uh-huh. so much as it is about the inverse quality of these films. Because point. for me, like I said, I didn't good like the first point. one. Right. So they've, gotten, the, they've all gotten better for you. Well, well, here's the thing. Like, I saw the first one. And I was like, okay, well, like, okay, maybe I, maybe I was being hyperbolic when I said it was the worst one. A little harsh. I, but I, I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it. Have you, have you seen it recently? Have you seen it again since that I've time? seen it three times. I oh, think the last okay. time I saw it might have been, you know, two years ago, but maybe. I still didn't do but it. But I just, did, yeah. I, I don't connect with it. Okay. The best thing I can attribute to that film is that it introduced the characters. Yeah. You know, the principals. You know, uh, Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, He's the so sister. He's that Paul Walker. He is. He really yeah. is, man. So that's like the biggest takeaway that I can give that film is that, hey, well, at least you, you got to start somewhere. But I was so surprised that they actually did a sequel. Yeah. And, and, and back then, I know y'all, you probably listened to this like, B, seriously, you were surprised they did a sequel? Back then, felt like they weren't sold movie. sequel. Yeah, yeah, it felt like a one-off movie. It felt like a one-off. Can I ask you, who's your least favorite character in these films? Because I have a definitive answer that she... Oh, I just gave it away. 
Mia needs to go. That sister is... No, see, I don't... So you asked me that. I can't stand her. Nobody? And there isn't anybody. Man, she's... Yeah. It, it, not, nothing against her. It's just the way they're using her is just like... Well, she's not in the new one, so okay. you'll be happy about that. There you go. I didn't. Woo-hoo. I mean, she was like such a... I mean, she really wasn't. She didn't really factor into a whole lot of this stuff. I mean, she did to a point. Right. I don't know. I liked her. I liked okay. all the guys. Okay. Cast. Okay. All right. So the first one came out, disappointed, didn't like it. They do a sequel. No Vin Diesel, Tyrese and Paul Walker. I'm like, okay. Tyrese, well, baby. Well, this is a hell of a fucking, okay. You, all right. Whatever. Directed by John Singleton, mm. uh, coincidentally enough. And just based off of that, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll check this shit out. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, John Singleton directed Boys in the Hood. So he was a long way from doing from Boys in the Hood to, to doing fucking uh, a Fast and the Furious <sighs> sequel. Boys in the Hood is good, man. That sequel was pretty dumb. Yeah. But it was so not not pretty dumb. It was dumb. It was very dumb. But it was so and it fun. was and it was instrumental, I think, in establishing the dumbness that was to follow. You're probably right. Now I still didn't like that film. Yeah. I you know, I watched him like, okay, yeah, like you said, Paul Walker is He's got a charm to him, and, and re- may he rest in peace. Tyrese, too. Tyrese. Those two together, their chemistry, their camaraderie made it worth watching. And yeah. Eva Mendez was in it as well. Right. And again, she's like Rosario Dawson to me. Put her in anything, and I'll watch it. That's but the film as a whole, lady too. bad. Yeah. Tokyo Drift. Now, when Tokyo Drift came, uh, I was like, y'all doing another one? Yeah. I was like, I think I was the only one that even went and saw this fucking <laughs> second one. And now y'all doubling down and doing a third one without anybody? Yeah. From the first two? Yeah. So I, I didn't see it in the theaters. I think I might have saw it on a plane coming back from Japan once when it was, uh, you know, when it was out. And I watched it, and I was like, all right, well, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, mm. but I don't like this. And, yeah. and at that point, I was like, this franchise is done. Totally. It's done. Little did I know. It, I mean, it made enough money for the studio to be like, I, let's go again. Yeah. But that was the thing that... that that uh, that got me because I I just assumed it was a flop. Yeah, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that in terms of the box office, it went. You know, one did okay. Yeah, I think two might have done pretty good, better than the first one. But I that third one though, from from what I remember, didn't do well at the box office at all. So I thought, okay, well, yeah, this franchise is dead. Not only was uh, Vin Diesel not in this one, although he did have a little cameo at the end. He did. That was very after the fact, too. What it seemed like just yeah. for that, like, they, the studio watched the film, or maybe they did a bunch of test screenings. They found the strength of Han, and they're like, all right, we have to tie this in. Right. Like, they had plans, and you can tell. Yeah. Because they were like, oh. But it, it really felt like very after the fact, like, they finished the movie. Han dies in just a random car accident while they're That's racing. That's thing, yeah, yeah. And then later, they attached that to Jason Statham. That's where that scene at the end of... Five or six? It six. was a six, yeah. Where Jason Statham comes out. That's Han dying at the end of three. Three, yeah. But it really felt like when they put But you didn't know they, that. Right. You know, watching at the time, you just think, okay, well, I'm like, all right. Oh, at the time, you just think, oh, that's a studio. Give me Vin Diesel. It's like, hey, this really is in this universe, right. whatever the fuck. It's very shoehorned in. But I thought, okay, this franchise is done. Done. They're, they can't possibly keep this going. Now, now, at, now, at this point in time... I've now I'm such a I'm such a fucking mark, because even though I didn't like any of these films, I still paid my money outside of the third one, Tokyo Drift. I still paid money to see one and two. Right. So I'm guilty. I didn't like them, and then they go and they do four, and I threw my hands up. I was like, "You gotta be fucking shitting me. Who in their right mind is gonna go? 
Who the fuck cares about this fucking franchise? Can I get one for Fast and Furious 4, please? Thanks. That was me. That was me. At what that could theater time. I left work early to go see it. But look, like I said, I'm, I'm a sucker. If you I guys love- haven't figured, Brian is a guy who will just see the movies that are out. He loves I love movies. seeing the movies. So I will see, see the movie. I will see everything. I'm a curmudgeon. I'm fucking really annoying about all that shit, but... That's well, one thing I love. He'll just see the movie. Because, for, you know, one, outside of, I just, I love going to the movies. Yeah. Two, like, I, if I'm going to talk shit about something, I want to have seen it. Right. So I went in, no expectations. I'm just thinking, I'm just mystified and kind of surprised that, wow, they're doing, they're, they act, this dude, you had the balls to put out a fourth one of these fucking things. I walked out of that movie. Job. Gobsmacked. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, that was dope. Four is Right. And it and like it's no it, so it really I mean they killed off Michelle Rodriguez's character. Right. Like that was the 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 impetuous to bring right. back. She's a bad guy. She, you think yeah that she yeah. turned and that's what brings Dom Vin Diesel's character back into the fray. They basically reset everything cuz uh, Paul Walker was back with the FBI. Right. That's Only right. in this franchise could yeah. he go from what he was doing. He's yeah. in the FBI. Now he's a street criminal. And the FBI was like, hey, you can eh, come back. Come back. I don't think you can get in the FBI if you have a DUI. Yeah. <laughs> but he's Paul Walker. Like we yeah. said, he's the charming son of a he's bitch. very charming, man. He's a very handsome man. Good. Yeah. So they brought him back. And it was like, I watched that film. And I was like blown away by how good it was. I was mm-hmm. like, this is. And so that was Justin. Lo- no, Justin. Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. That was his first of these movies. And that, to me, is what revitalized this entire fucking thing. Without this franchise was on life support. They so got, that's what I mean about the inverse. Yeah, I've never seen a franchise, regardless of how many films that has been, go from being, I'll just say, because I didn't like them, but I'll just say mediocre, mm-hmm. the first three, mm-hmm. and on its fourth one, it gets good. Yeah, it's rare for something to hang on that long. Yeah. And then, obviously, even more rare to get... To get significantly better. Better the deeper into the yeah. movies you go. Yeah. But they figured something out. Yeah. They were like, but well, you know, the first one I think did well enough. But the second one I don't think did well. The third one was probably massive overseas is what I'm guessing. Yeah. It was I, set in Japan. I'm, I'm guessing it did well over there and, and in China and all that stuff because it was about a different type of racing that they yeah. hadn't addressed before. I'm guessing the drifting, all the that. drifting community was like, yay. Yeah, Who drifting. knows how they felt after they saw it, but yeah, and like you said, for it, somebody had a great idea of like, yeah, let's do this totally different. And, and like you said, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm sure the first one did well enough, obviously, because they did a sequel. Yeah. But like these movies come out now in their events. Mm-hmm. Like eight came out and it just had the They're biggest all global making opening. Making a billion dollars. Yeah, had the eight biggest global opening of all time. Billion dollars. Fade the Furious. Now, back then in two thousand one, when that movie did okay by the studio standards, it was like these just, movies just, are to doing, see how it shifted. Yeah, these movies are doing on par, if not better, than the Marvel films. Yeah. Like they're clearing that billion mark. It's crazy to say that. So that's what I mean. A billion dollars. But they're clearing the billion mark like that. No problem. And that's what I mean about this franchise and just how I'm like, I'm, I'm just in marvel of it. Yeah. Because it shouldn't, this, in my lifetime, I've never seen a franchise do this. Start out shitty. These people are get better nasty at four. rich off of this movie. Yeah. Get better at four. And in my opinion, I mean, look, you, you didn't like seven. I like seven. Yeah. But in my opinion, after four, each subsequent movie was better than the last. Right. And I saw eight, and I'm not going to get into spoilers or anything. I fucking loved it. Yeah. And so for me, I really, I, I love this franchise now. 
And it's funny because there's someone who at the time was like, oh, this fuck this shit. Yeah. But now I love it. And I and I think that the secret to this franchise success, and I know it's kind of corny and cliche because like Vin Diesel says it in the movie all the fucking time. Family. It's family. <laughs> it's family, dog. It's about family. It's family. And he says it, and yeah, you roll your eyes and like whatever. But I think they're they're not empty words. You know, uh, when you see these movies from four up to eight now, he doesn't have to say all the time. But see, the word you, on the you, street is him and Paul Walker didn't even like each other. I, I didn't know that. I don't yeah, know anything just, about. I'm, that. I'm just basing that off of nothing. Just somebody said that one to me one time. But. I, but just in terms of like of, and, of, of uh, watching these him, films. And, him and The Rock had beef. Well, too. they had beef, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just watching the films, and I'm not talking the rock, about the, 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 the real life. Fuck you up. Man. Yeah, you will. Rock bottom of his ass. Man. Fuck that. Not even talking about like the, the real life stuff, but just what's presented on screen. Don't fuck with Samoans, man. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Is that they can't, like, that's not just the empty saying. Like, when you watch these films, you do get a sense that these characters, as crazy when as the When the cameras go on, you feel like. These people are together. Well, that they care about each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what, I'm, that's, that's what I'm trying to get to, is that, you know, he says it, and it's like, oh, it's so cliche and corny. But I think that's why this franchise has gotten more and more popular. Yeah. Uh, it's because, yeah. as outlandish as it is, yeah. because, look, this isn't, this isn't the first franchise to be dumb nope. and have dumb set pieces. and like, Or not dumb set pieces, just, just ridiculous over the top, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. comic book You're movies right. You're right. that are just so outside of reality. You said something so interesting right there comic book because the fast and the furious movies are more comic booky than the comic book movies more more than batman any with one the of the nolan batman of <laughs> any one of the nolan batman movies, with the exception of like magical powers yeah in in the comic book movies yeah they just embrace like yeah, these people are straight They're up superheroes, superheroes. Yeah. they can't die but they can though which is the thing well they but but, like, but like in comics, they die. You know right. what I mean? The they same can, type of death. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Like it could happen, but like a character the, could the go amount of stuff, just... like they just won't get hurt. Yeah. They just, and these people have, it's weird too. <laughs> like, these are just people who can race cars well, but and they're like they're super spies. tactical military experts yeah. and like they're being contacted by the government to help. Like they just race cars. Like they're, they're just fucking street racers. Like they don't know any of this shit. But I've, I've broken this film up into. Basically, pre and post Tokyo Drift. Yeah, it was. The not, first no, 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 actually, actually, no, no, no. That's that's wrong. Four, five, five. Yeah, four, four. Basically, was the four was line the drawn in the sand where it's yeah. like, okay, we are gonna be, we're going above and beyond. Four, five, and six are because that's when they really become so good. They are five in particular. I think is the best they've ever done. It was the perfect balance of all the family. Yeah, and the car stuff but was enough in there, and the military stuff, and it was serious enough, but silly enough. Excuse me, five for me is like, I, as far as action movies go, Die Hard. I believe Die Hard is the greatest action movie ever made, and it, and it is the blueprint of all action movies. Yeah. Like that created the blueprint. But if you know, if if I had a top ten, I think Fast and Furious Five would be in there. Really. Yeah, for action, just straight up action movies. All right, well, just well, straight again. I like that movie, action movie. I like that movie a lot. But can you think of ten action movies that you would put and that wouldn't be in there? Probably. Really? Yeah, probably. Because I mean, like I said, I remember seeing five. And I, I like. I'm a lot. speaking very hyperbolically now yeah. as well. So I mean, I like I like that movie a lot. But like I said, like for me, they've all gotten better. So. So would you just put eight in six, there? I, yeah, like I said, I think eight. okay, okay, but you, but so that's the idea. Like you would yeah. put 
A Whichever the current, the I think as of right now, from four, based on how they've been going. You so think like seven if, is better than four, five, and six? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but again. I thought like, seven was very bad. But see, for, again, for me, it goes back to, you know, that, that aspect of family. Like in these films, the, the more that you, the more movies you see with them all in it. Right. And them being so close and caring for each other, making sure they got each other's backs and everything like that. Yeah. The family aspect, the more that when someone dies or something happens, it kind of resonates. So if we were doing this podcast back when five was out, I'd be telling you right now, five, five was, was it. The best. Okay. But I genuinely have really just enjoyed Stan. Yeah. yeah. I've enjoyed all these movies since from four. Like okay. and it's and I and I went into eight kind of expecting not to like it, just because Paul Walker's not gonna be around. And you know, and I like everybody else, but yeah. it's like for me, Paul was like the glue. Yeah. You know? He's the most relatable out of all of them. Like the most even kill, like, oh I'm kinda like that guy. The most even, yeah. 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 He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh I identify with him because he's like a regular person. A regular dude, yeah. yeah. I, I get that. Uh, so without him being there, like, and in the eighth one, I'm not, again, I'm not going to spoil it Do for Do they you. put someone in to, re- not replace him, but replace no. that character entity, like that energy in the film, like he's um, a regular person? No, they really don't. Wow. But, uh, but it, I mean, he, his presence is missed, but they do something really special with him to keep his memory going, mm-hmm. which is cool. Because uh, eight is from Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I really like this franchise. I'm excited and, to see it, man. Like, yeah. I, I watched the opening sequence and I was like, man, whatever. But... Yeah, because the point the point I was I was trying to get to. Sorry. No, 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 no. Don't apologize. I'm so sorry. Is that uh, so like when I was saying uh, this isn't the first film or series of movies to be this dumb and outlandish, <laughs> and so I think a lot of people kind of scratch their heads. It's like, well, why is this one so more popular and successful, whereas a movie like uh, you know, Biker Boys or some whatever other yeah kind of clone of a Fast and Furious movie, and I think it's like one, it's it's like. Yeah, there are a lot of dumb movies that come out, dumb action movies, and they could have cool action. I think what separates the Fast and the Furious from like the copycats is that yes, it's completely out of this world, like it's a comic book style movie, so don't go any fucking realism, but they execute on that shit flawlessly right. in terms of the action, right? In terms of the stunts, there's a stunt in in Fate of the Furious involving these uh, cars that is. Mind blowing, yeah, yeah, fuck it. It's like it, one of the man. dopest things it. that I've seen in the, in this franchise. And they're doing ten, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah they're, they're doing, doing ten. Two yeah. more. God damn. So the but the when thing did that the separates first one it come out two thousand one two thousand one. Jesus, yeah. Like they're gonna hit the twenty year mark of making these I know. films. I know. God. But what so makes this franchise what cars, it is, man. and what makes everybody go, is the fact that at the at the center of all this chaos and destruction and action. Is that as a group of actors, a group of characters that people genuinely give a shit about? Right. There's you know heart what, in these fucking. Films. You know what that's about? There's family. On <laughs> family. Ensemble casts who are bonded together. It's the same like when we talk about Parks and Rec. Yeah. That's what Parks and Rec had as well. Or, the, or the, in the Good Place. Not the Good Place. Parks and Rec. <laughs> that's what Parks and Rec had. I never cried in the Good Place. I cried in Parks and Rec a lot. Uh, I did too, actually. Hell yeah. A couple of times. I just watched the episode the other day where Leslie wins. There's a seat on the city oh, council yeah. when Ann tells her, I fucking cry every time. Um, but all of that stuff, um, the idea that here's a bunch of people who are so tightly bonded against all this adversity and they share all these intimate moments of their lives yeah. and they, everybody wants and needs to feel that. And especially now 
most people don't have that don't ha- in their exactly. life. So any time where you can see it and live vicariously in through, that, through those people, remember yeah. what it was like when you were a kid and you had this tight group of friends and you when it was, you everybody lived to some certain extent. Stand by me. Yeah, like well, I never saw that. But... Whoa, really? Yeah, I know. I know. Yo, you should see that movie, man. I know. If I... there's a movie that's going to make you feel like crying over your childhood that you don't have anymore. That's the fucking movie. And it's I kinda, great. I kind of feel great. Goonies fills that, that void. Goonies, the same, same idea. Yeah. So it's like that idea that here's this camaraderie and this kinship and this brotherhood and sisterhood against all odds. And like that whole thing is so attractive. Yeah. And you're, you're absolutely right. It's such a good point that like that's why people go to see these movies. But it's also, you know, you hit the, the nail on the head too when you talk when you, you know, compare it to Parks and Rec. Because, you know, so, I mean, Parks and Rec was a comedy. Right. You know, and, and, and you know, Outlandish to totally, a degree, totally. Obviously, much base more, reality, much more silly. base in reality than Fast and the Furious, yeah. <laughs> but still a little out there, right? But I, you know, at the end of the day, whether it's uh, a comedy, a drama, an action flick, whatever, the thing that will keep people there, and the thing that will keep something going, is that camaraderie, that yeah. that that warmth, that heart that you have with the cast, with the characters, that that you give a shit, right? You know, one way or the other. That's why the that's what that's what keeps you coming back. Yeah, the way they put the characters together and be like, "Okay, you guys, just essentially like you have to like each other and live with each other and just be together." And that's what people are going to come to see. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, because Captain America, Iron Man, even though you know in Civil War, Iron Man, you know the character Tony Stark, you know he was kind of a dick or whatever, but they even did a good job as far as like. I mean, he wasn't a total. Like he was still him, and you still like these two. These two men in particular. These two guys. Love and respect respect each other. each other. They just have a they difference just, of opinion. They can't see eye to eye, right? But like, it doesn't phase. Which is what they they did in the beginning with Paul Walker and Vin Diesel, and then they did with The Rock and Vin Diesel. Yeah, um, yeah, man. People just, I mean, myself included. I love to see camaraderie. Yeah, you yeah. want to you want to see, and you want to uh, spend time with characters that you give a shit about, right? At the end of the day, and as a bonus. There's a bunch of tits and ass, yeah. great action, yes, shit sir. blowing up. Like, hey, so you saw the first race, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake. Did you see the, the shot of the tits? Because the, they always have the obligatory in these in these Fast and Furious movies of the slow mo of the girls dancing yeah. by the cars and all that. Did you see that scene? Of course. That was the best one of those that they've done in this. In, it's in really this great, man. Women, shout out to all women. Yeah. Like you guys are just fantastic. They got a fantastic. They had that camera just so. Yeah, man. To get the best, they certainly did. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the cinematography in that scene of the uh, the booty yeah. cheeks hanging out was, yeah. uh, was sublime. That's all I yeah. would say about girls that. putting in work on the booty. Good job, good putting job. Putting in work that. on the booty. Yeah, but yeah, those movies are great, man. They're yeah. really so fun. So please see the eight one. I will. Uh, eighth one. I want you I to check it out, say, man. I... Yeah. Hey, we should probably wrap this up pretty soon. All right. But how, how long? Where, where are we at right it's, now? It's uh, it's three thirteen. We're at. The two hour mark? Yeah, two hours. 132 minutes. We're at what is that? I'll do the math on that. What's that? I think that's two that's hours. Two hours. Like 10 two hours, 10 minutes. Two hours, 12 minutes. Hey, so let's wrap it up. But before we go, can we get up on YouTube real quick? Yeah. I want to show you something. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, there was a match. New Japan for Wrestling had one of their uh, big event shows called Sakura Genesis. And in the main event was my favorite Japanese wrestler. Katsuyori Shibata. Okay. And he fought the champion, uh, Kazushika Okada. Now, this guy, Shibata, is the fucking man. 
So oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There, that's it. Shibata headbutt. So this match, and you're gonna play the first one, but not right, not just yet. Okay. So that's it. That's Shibata right there. He's got the blood streaking down his head. This is just a 20 second clip. Do you want the longer one? No, no, just a 20 second. Okay. That's that's it. Um, so this was his highest profile match since he's uh, returned to New Japan. So a little little backstory with Shibata. Uh, he signed with New Japan Pro Wrestling in the early 2000s, and it was him along with this guy Hiroshi Tanahashi. Okay. And Nakamura, the guy that I, was in NXT that I had you watch, right, right. they were basically being groomed to be the next kind of triumvirate, the, the top three guys of New Japan to kind of carry it through. Uh, Tanahashi became basically Japan's version of John Cena in terms of how he's like the number one guy. Tanahashi's a much better wrestler. Okay. Uh, and then Nakamura, of course, went on to do Nakamura things, which is be awesome, and now he's with WWE. Shibata, though, he left. And he was like, eh, this wrestling thing is really not for me. I'm going to go into MMA. So he left and he went to MMA. And his success there, I think he might have fought, he might have two or three fights. <clears throat> okay. And he won one, I know, but he lost the rest. Okay. Uh, but he ended up coming back to New Japan. I forget the year, maybe 2009, 10. But when he came back, there was a lot of bad blood between him uh not the company so much because they brought him back, but like the guys that he left behind, like Tanahashi and everybody else. Specifically because he left. Because he left. Okay. And because they put so much money into him being like, they were going to make him, you know, this top dude. And he was like, eh, I'm just going to take off. I don't, this wrestling thing's not for me. Right. But they brought him back, and he's my favorite, man. Like his whole gimmick is that he's got this no frills. Like I am just, his whole thing is the wrestler. Okay. Like he sells, uh, I actually have, I bought one last summer in Japan, these little towels. He comes out with a towel. Basically, he wears black trunks. Black boots, black kick pads, and just come had the towel over his neck. No frills. No frills, and it just says the wrestler. Okay. And when he and his style is very MMA based. A lot of strikes. He doesn't do a lot of throws, but the ones that he like, he'll do like a suplex, a brain buster. But he's mostly kicking forearms. Like he's very snug too. Okay. Awesome. So he wrestled the champion in a title match, Okada. The match was amazing. There was a moment in the match he legit headbutted Okada. Legit, and when and uh, and when I say legit, I mean yeah, he really headbutted. He had like he yeah, didn't yeah. he didn't work it in any oh, way. Shit. And and the thing is is that he does this in his matches, like, and not just him, but there's a lot of like, it's it's part of the. I mean, I, I teach headbutting for that street fighting. Oh, do you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There are several guys in New Japan who will sometimes in big matches bring out the actual headbutt. Right. So he's not the first guy or the only guy to do it. There are other guys who do it too. But he did this headbutt. And it, at the time that I was watching it, I watched it, not live, because they have their own service, like the WWE Network. I watched it the, the, the day after they, they aired it. And I cringed because of the sound that it made and because of the blood that instantly started Oof. to trickle down. Oof. And so it kind of took me out of the match because of how real it was. Right. And I was like, dude, like, don't, right. don't do that. You guys are supposed to be working together. Yeah, right? it's like, don't yeah. do that. Like, you don't have to need to get that real. It's wrestling. So I watched the match, whatever, he lost. I thought that was it, you know. Come to find out the next day, uh, I, I read that after that match, he got to the back, he had to be rushed to the hospital because he suffered a subdural hematoma sure. in his skull. And now he may never wrestle again. So and and there's been a lot of question about whether or not this is a uh, part of the storyline or if it's real, and you know I I, I asked Akane like I've read various things, but my girl you know she's Japanese, 
Graham knows it, Rakane. I asked her to, I was like, hey, babe, can you like hit, you know, check out some of the websites in Japan? Like, get, I just want your take. Like, yeah. if this is a legit, legit injury yeah. or if it's part of some storyline. And she came back to me about an hour later. And she was like, well, I found, you know, various articles and no, he's really seriously injured. And she was like, to the point where even New Japan on their website, they had to put up an actual, uh, like, uh, press release about it. Wow. So he may never wrestle again because of this fucking headbutt that wow. he did. So I just want you to see it. That uh, Remind me afterwards, I'm going to show you um, an MMA fighter in Bellator uh, who uh, did a flying knee to someone's head and crushed his skull. I'm going to show you that. Holy shit. Yeah. At cool. least that, at least, all right, for that. It's, you you as, know that it's as, like, this as, is the reality of what can happen. As painful and unfortunate yeah, that yeah. is, that's an environment where you're These trying, guys are trying to, to kill each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This in wrestling, you should you're not you're not. It's a simulation. Totally. Now I'm really upset because, like I said, he's my favorite. Yeah, you like this guy. And yeah. now, yeah, now because of some because I don't know what if, if his machismo or he was like, you know, I gotta be show everybody how That's tough I am. That's certainly what it is. Yeah. Just, I gotta just headbutt this guy. I'm like now you're fucked. Right. You know, and it's just it, it just so, it's terrible. I think the sound on my PC is running through the my monitor speakers over there. I don't think I have it. Oh, okay. I can switch it, but I'll just I'll just whatever. Right, well, you can still see it, though. All right, so what we're looking at uh, is on YouTube. It's uh, I just typed in Shibata, uh, S-H-I-B-A-T-A, headbutt. And it's the first one that comes up, uh, Katsuyori Shibata, headbutt to, to Okada. Okada. So we're going to click in three, two, one, go. Even that clothesline. Yeah. Oh, he's so good, man. And this match was amazing. Oh, fuck. And that was actually a really wrong way to do a headbutt. I'll, I'll explain no. in a second. Fuck. Legit, just grabbed so him. He grabbed his, the crown of the head. I'm going to watch that again. So he grabbed yeah. the dude by his hair and headbutts him on the top of the head, which is not... That's like the hardest part, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, your forehead is the hardest part. Oh, the but forehead yeah, is? Even the crown is pretty fucking rough. Basically, when you do a headbutt, where he hit with his right, you're supposed to hit with your forehead on soft tissue, like nose. Um, but not skull on skull, it, right? Just it, yeah. nose. That's where you aim. Uh, either you're coming down or you're coming up. Uh, yeah, you're definitely going the top of your head to someone else's top of the... the yeah, that's, but did you hear that thud that it made? Yeah, yeah so when terrible. Was... Even that clothesline in the beginning is fucking dead. I mean, so that's, that's a... That was that was his finish. He was okay. going for the rainmaker clothesline. So this dude grabs this guy by the hair, pulls him up with two hands, two hands, and oh fuck! Yeah, that's uh. So now he may never wrestle again. What an idiot! And then he's got the blood that trickles down. Yeah, and his head is just instantly cut open. Yeah, that yeah. was very. <sighs> yeah, that's um. Yeah, so that's uh, that was Yikes. an unfortunate thing yeah, that happened. And a good point you made. Like that's the realism that is not supposed to exist yeah. here. Because like, you saw, I mean, a, I mean, you saw the clothesline that you said right at the beginning, and how snug that was. It's like, like in New Japan, especially for the big matches, going hard, the main I events, get, they go I hard. Get. They get, you know, they get little. There's a big difference stiff. of taking a, a, an arm to your chest, which yeah. can take a ton, but your skull, your skull. against another guy's skull. That's not. Woo. Yeah. Uh, let me show you this. Uh, Okay, so Michael, Michael Venom Page versus Cyborg. Okay, so I thought Cyborg was a woman. Uh, there is a, a 
a fighter in the UFC named Cyborg. Oh, okay. Uh, as a woman, but there's this is Bellator. It's a different. Uh, oh, Bellator. I know Bellator. Different organization. But um, I think Bobby Lashley fights for them. Okay, Michael Page is a excellent fighter. He comes from a, a open karate background, so he's like comes from point fighting and stuff. But which is rare for that type of fighter to transition to MMA so successfully. He's undefeated. Still, uh, yeah, and he's always exceptional. He he is a very gifted fighter. So in this fight, um, at a certain point, uh, Cyborg. Does Santos, is that his name? What the fuck? I can't remember his name. Evangelista? Oh, okay, yeah, Santos. Yeah, Evangelista, Evangelista Santos. Cy- yeah, Cyborg Santos. Cyborg rushes in and Paige jumps up and does like a switch knee in the air and hits him right in the center of the forehead. And uh, you can see in the third clip, yeah, I'm you see the picture, that. there's a giant dent in his forehead. He, he crushed his skull in. And uh, the only thing I don't like about Michael Venom Page... Is that no, that's just <laughs> hey, that's part of the you know, yeah. I know, I know. Job hazard, unfortunately, but is that uh, he's very cocky. He's showing you know you got to do that nowadays to make more money and yeah. to get bigger. So it's unfortunate. I think in this fight, after he does it, he does like he takes. That was when Pokemon Go is really big, and he takes out like a he puts on like the oh this ash, is the this is the Pokemon fan catch him hat, and then he like throws a Pokeball Pokeball. I've seen this dude. Okay, so Michael Venom. I've heard about him versus. Uh, Evangelista Cyborg Santos Highlights I'm going to click Oh this is four oh, minutes That's man. too long Let me go to a different one um, So I'm going to go to the Fourth video down It's uh, Peraldia Pokemon yeah. Michael Venom Page Versus Evangelista Cyborg Santos It's 22 seconds So I'm going to click In 3, 2, 1 Click Okay Oh they put the Oh uh, they put like All the Pokemon music yeah. Unfortunately but that hat is legit, though. Yeah, so he took the hat. And oh, he, he he rolled a fucking thing. Yeah, he took a. Okay, I'm gonna find a, a the real one um, from the actual fight. Uh, Where the fuck that ball come from? Did he just keep it in his shorts? He grabbed it from his um, his corner. He went over and they gave him the hat oh. and the ball, and he and he took it out. That's some disrespectful ass shit. Totally, dude. and he does that a lot. Like he does flashy, showboaty stuff, which I don't like in any fighter. I don't like any of that stuff. It's bad enough he getting beat by somebody who's like repping Pokemon. Yeah, and I'll show you. No, I'll, I'll respect him. the Pokemon. Come he's, on, time and place. He's pretty. He, I mean, he's he's amazing. He really is. He's amazing. Um, he's he's one of the best. Oh shit! Fuck. That was quick, too. Yeah, MMA fighter Michael Venom Page celebrates KO by rolling a Pokeball at opponent. That's the video we just watched. You'll see the knee right away. Oh, I see. Yeah, he, got he it went over and grabbed it. This is when Pokemon Go was really big, so he does that. Just, just Now, he didn't know that he cracked his skull. He just thought he knocked him out, and I won. And he dissed. He does the... And he does the... Blah! So, oh, and he was charging into yeah, it, too. Yeah, he ran right into a brutal jumping knee. Um... Yeah, really, really wow. rough, man. But that it's it's uh, so it caved his skull, and he had, can't, he'll never fight again, uh, which is also sad. I mean, that's how he supports himself, supports his family. Like, and again, no no disrespect shit. to Venom Page, like he didn't, you know, he just yeah, did right, his, yeah. he did his job. No, he didn't do anything illegal. Like, yeah, like you said, that's just that's right. the business it's, you're in. It's one of the risks of doing that yeah. shit. Um, so I'm gonna click on a video right now that is all knockouts. Michael Venom Page MVP. I just typed in Michael Venom Page, so just I want you to see. 
this guy. Now, I think the best fighter in MMA right now is in the UFC. Is a guy named Mighty Mouse. He is a... Mighty Mouse? Yeah, this is... Well, I forgot his real name, but it is Mighty Mouse with the Well, con. yeah, I mean, I assumed it was Yeah, his, his birth name. His birth name. <laughs> his, uh, but he is a... Mouse? Mighty? Oh, He is here. a fucking... I'm going to fast forward. Oh, here you go. So you can watch, like... He always keeps his hands down. He's really nonchalant, and he fucks with people mentally, which is good. You should. Um, he's... Looks like fucking Kevin Durant. So skinny. Yeah, he's long and skinny. Oh! And see, like, he just, he's very confident in his skill. He did a 360 round kick. And just stood there. He after just he... stood there. He didn't even bother to follow up. He knew he connected. Bop! Doesn't even look at him. That's some Taekwondo stuff right there. So he's oh, that's doing That's a nice stuff. little slide of leg. Like, he threw that lead leg thing, and that was connecting. Right. So the spin Kind of gets him up. off guard and then exactly. came back with the other. So he misses the jump spin heel kick, almost gets taken down, fights back, starts working from the ground. He's got a guy in guard. What's that, transitions. A yeah, uh, arm bar. Arm bar. Gets him in like an inverted arm bar. It's over. So he's got ground game too. Shit. Um, submits by arm bar. It's over. The guy's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but even that, his recovery, like he did a jump he spin. He trapped him as soon as he came down. Yeah, a jump he... spin heel kick he missed. When he came down, he slipped and fell. Dodged a punch on the way back. As soon as the guy rushed in, immediately got him uh, into got that. that arm. Uh, got yeah. the arm, took him. I was like, I'm just going to arm bar you, fuck it. Inverted arm bar. Meaning like instead of oh, on yes, your back, yes, he's yes. on his stomach. On his stomach, yeah. Doing the arm bar. So they're, they're both on their stomach at that point. Wow. He's a great fighter, man. He's really, really strong uh, technically. He's just out of this fucking world. And he's got great hands. Knock, knock that brother out, like, no problem. And he always fucks with people afterwards. Uh, he's a cocky son of a bitch. Very man. cocky. Very, very cocky. Because he knows his ability, and he knows when he connects. So it's like, bop, bop. Just a one-two. I don't like this guy. It's over. Yeah, so he's kind of I a don't dick. like this guy. He's kind of a dick. But you just can't deny, like, Conor McGregor's kind of a dick. But you just can't deny the skill, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just, want to fight him because I don't want to get clowned like that. Yeah, like, if he's going to beat me, it. it's like, no. I'd rather be beat by somebody that's not going to throw a Pokemon su- ball in my fucking exactly. lifeless body. Part of his success and ability is that uh, he doesn't play into their games. Like, everybody else comes out strong boxing stance. I'm going to, but he plays. He's having, he's more relaxed and he's more unorthodox. So he's coming from different angles. So that's why people aren't able to fuck with him. Yeah, but he's certainly a dick. Very cocky. Oh, he's just thinking about going to WWE. Yeah. <laughs> when he gets done yeah. with uh, whipping people's ass for real. But you see, like, yeah, just a tremendous amount of skill, man. Jeez. And a lot of power, man. Long, skinny dude, but he, yeah. he's got a lot of knockout power, too, which is, is kind of rare. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's uh, Michael Venom Page. He's yeah. in Bellator. Go check him out, guys. He's, he's pretty. But yeah, Mighty Mouse in UFC. If you want to see, like, insane, high level. Um, I just googled uh, or YouTube Mighty Mouse UFC. Just look at some highlights. I want to show you real quick. Uh, so Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson highlights 2015. Is there something newer? Psycho. Um, what's newer? Okay, uh, Demetrius Johnson versus Wilson Ray's fight highlights. Uh, no, just like a general highlights. Okay. From five months ago, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson highlights <laughs> UFC. Okay, it's from five months ago. I click play. Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan. I love Joe Rogan. 
Yeah, I, I don't know any of these uh, UFC cats. Yeah, like I don't, I don't like, follow since, it. I I know as soon as Brock Lesnar right. stopped doing it, I kind of. <laughs> I don't follow it religiously or anything like that. I just like I'm, I'm skipping ahead. So stop following. Yeah. Like we were at THQ and we were doing because uh, you know my company, you because they they were doing UFC. Right. They did three UFC games, and that's kind of like when I, I didn't work on them, but I had friends that did. So. uh I'd get together at their house, like they'd have whole, you know parties and bring people over for like the the fights and everything. And that was probably the most ex- exposure that I got to UFC. Like right. for about a good six months, I'd go and I'd catch the shit. But it's it was all the, it was all like the standard guys, the guys that probably now aren't even fighting. Big names, big names, like, yeah. Probably uh, the Silvas, Anderson uh, the, Silva, and shout out to Anderson Silva. I know the man; he's a good good dude. I had the pleasure of training with him for a few uh, days. And... The Corwin, Carwin. Was there somebody named Carlin? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't follow. Like, I don't keep stats on these guys, but like, like I, I every once in a while I'll catch it. And uh, this dude, yeah, I don't uh, like Demetrius Johnson, man. is a, is a fucking monster. Like, he's a little dude. I don't like this UFC stuff, man. Too violent. Yeah, man. I like my fights fucking simulated, dog. I, I, hey, I like I, that pro wrestling shit, I'm, man. I, I agree, man. I'm not a fan of violence. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly good at it, but I don't particularly like it. I know, I know. Um, Mr. Ivan shot stab. Well. Grazed. Yeah, grazed. Just grazed. Grazed, grazed. No big deal. Just grazed. Grazed anatomy. Oh, shit. Ah. But yeah, anyway, man. Lots of good fighters right now. Um, lots of good fighters right now. Yeah, he looks good, man. He's very good. There's another dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got to get the Mighty it? Mouse. Uh. Yoel Ramirez. Is that his name? Yoel? Yael? Yo- Yoel. Who's a fucking freak of nature, too. Yeah. There's a bunch of really good guys, man. But yeah, it's tough yeah. watching people get the shit kicked it out of them. It's, it's not. It's yeah. not I, what I like to watch but, but, is, but is appreciating this, the skill. I yeah. don't take joy in watching somebody get hurt. And that's a big difference. Right, right. And, um, I, and, I, and so I totally get that. Like the casual know? fan, they want to see somebody get hurt. Like when people see Cyborg get his head crushed in, there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, yeah. fuck. And that's just a, a stupid, insecure person. I don't like seeing anybody get hurt. Yeah, many of them. And that's the thing with, you know, that Shibata thing and like yeah. wrestling is that this... This is like nobody's supposed. Especially this is here, contrary, like you're not supposed to get hurt here. Yeah, this yeah. is contrary to what you guys are supposed to be out there doing. Certainly, you're supposed especially to be simulating in that not, uh, environment, man. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. All right. So, uh, anything else? Shit, I don't think so. My birthday's coming up. That's right. We're doing the special. So we're doing a special birthday episode for me. Yep. And we're gonna do it here from the bomb shelter. Uh, Graham's pad He's been nice enough to host Yeah And we're gonna record an episode uh, While at the same time We're gonna have a couple of people over It's not gonna be too crazy I promise you brother no, I'm not, It'll be my girl It'll be people you know Dan uh, Byron uh, Maybe Tony Okay uh, I'm forgetting somebody Amir So there'll be people that'll be here But they'll be hanging out Drinking and so it'll be me and Graham Just shooting the shit But yeah We'll have a third mic set up So if anybody You know one of the guests Was to come on and you know, tell me how great I am for my birthday. <laughs> they could do that. Or talk shit. It's up to them. Yeah. But uh but that'll be on the May thirteenth. May thirteenth. Yeah. So it'll yeah, so it'll go up then too. Hopefully. Or the next day, you know, what I'm drunk again. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there but, you go. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And so Graham, brother, it's our tenth episode. Congratulations, man. That's this fucking clinkity clink. Thank you, yeah. Right. With our empty, empty well, I got I got I got I can I can get some a half a here. sip, yeah. Cheers, brother. Congratulations. Thank to you. the Bombcast. To the Bombcast. And thank you to anybody who's listening to us. Uh, we appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. You want to do your plugs? Yeah, the same stuff. I'm going to plug this every time. So um, 
check out my website, abetteryoufitness.com. Check out my Instagram, uh, most probably most active on there, Instagram Baker. Uh, my YouTube channel, you can just search a Better You Fitness or go to my website or Instagram channel. I'm there, um, Graham Baker on Twitter. And that's it. Uh, you don't get my Facebook. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I, I'm, but they got your names. So they could probably find you on Facebook. I think I'm all private and everything. Oh, it's private? So, yeah. oh, but I'm, I'm putting a lot out on, uh, on YouTube. I'm going to do doing more. Uh, I'm looking to get a, open a physical gym uh, in the next few months. So yes, sir. I'll let you know what, what, uh, what progresses with that. Yeah. How about you, brother? Hey, if, when you open that gym, can I work out for free? Yeah. All right. That's all I care Obviously. about. Obviously. Cool. <laughs> my man. My man. What you got? Uh, well, I ain't got nothing as deep as what Are you Are your, uh, your interviews up on? No, not yet. Well, I mean, okay. actually, I don't know, but it's on a Japanese website, so I don't even know. If oh, it's all in Japanese. It's all, yeah. Google translate that shit. I guess I could. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if, uh, if my coworkers finished translating all that shit. It might be up there. Okay. But yeah, you can check out WD.com. I, it's a, it's a Japanese website, so I forget how they do it. Oh, like dot J P something. something. Okay. Yeah. The Japanese WWE site. Yeah. You find it in there. Yeah. If it's up, who knows? Fuck, mm-hmm. Who fucking knows? But I am on Twitter. Yeah. I am only on Twitter. <laughs> I'm on Facebook too, and I would give it up, but I'm like so rarely on that shit. I don't even know how you'd find me. Yeah. But my name's Brian Williams, and it's not fucking private like this guy over here. So if you search Brian Williams, I'm the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think anybody named Brian Williams is a black guy. There is a Brian Williams, a fucking news reporter, and he's as white as they come. Oh, that's but he, right. But, he, but it's, it's Brian with an I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that white shit. That's that white shit. Uh, but I am on Twitter, and you can find me uh, at TrueBWill. That's at T-R-U-B-W-I-L-L. All right, bro. There you go. Happy 10th. Happy 10th. Peace. Peace. Bombcast.